Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. John Lecce on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. Here we go. It is a beautiful day in Tuscaloosa. Hopefully it'll stay beautiful for the remaining part of the afternoon. We know it will. Rain's coming, but... You know, we need some good news tonight uh, when you look at the college football rankings. Uh, Yes, Nick Saban would say that we are programmed on Chattanooga because they have a tremendous amount of players and they have we have a tremendous amount of respect for them. Rightfully so. We do. We do. I mean, they're a seven and three football team. Nick Saban has trained us over 17 years uh, to look at every opponent. Uh, and and not playing, you know, what does he say? A faceless opponent, right? You're not really playing Chattanooga. You're playing yourself. Has Alabama got better? We'll find out. Absolutely. They look better. They look like a different football team. Will that be enough to for the committee? Because at this point, you're, you're going, okay, you went on the road. You opened up a, a nice win, uh, impressive. And now we're going to be talking about uh, this committee. In In my opinion, Mason, from an Alabama perspective, tonight may be the most important rankings uh, of the season because you know what's ahead of you, and you know what you have to do. It's very simple, right? You win out. If you don't win out, then you don't deserve to be there. But this, to me, the college football playoff rankings that will be released tonight, uh, that'll be some of the things that we'll be talking about. And uh, you look at it, will Alabama move anything? Will Alabama do anything uh, in the latest college football playoff rankings. Will they move a spot? Will they go up? And you say, well, who's going to drop down? Well, it's all about resume. And it's supposed to change. They're supposed to start with a clean slate. Uh, we'll find out following uh, the college football playoff rankings later tonight, following the show, and I'm sure we'll discuss it uh, tomorrow. We'll dive into it, but uh, Alabama does play Chattanooga. Let's start with the best coach in college football. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325. Skyland Boulevard. And online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The best coach in college football. Watch him. How many times will you say respect for Chattanooga? This is the best coach in college football as he previews the upcoming game. All right, obviously, you know, this was a, you know, great win for us, really good for our team uh, to um, come out, start fast in the game, play fast, um, obviously ready to play. Um, So... I think the big point of emphasis that, um, you know, like we'd like to make moving forward is we still got to stay focused on execution. It's not just about making plays. And most of the issues that we have in games, um, offense, defense, doesn't really matter, come down to are we communicating and is everybody on the same page? And um, when we do that, we seem to have really good results. And sometimes when we don't, uh, we give up plays that we probably shouldn't, you know, give up. So, um, you know, that's going to be the big point of emphasis in watching the film today with the players is to get them to really sort of focus on the importance of communicating and everybody being on the same page, whether two are blocking up front, how we're covering and adjusting the motions, you know, in secondary, whatever, uh, so that we get on the same page. Um, 
you know, Chattanooga obviously has had a really good season. Uh, the players, you know, play hard to compete well. Rusty Wright has done, you know, a really good job there. I think they're like second in their league, seven and three, only lost two games in their league. So uh, one of the most productive um, offensive uh, teams. They've got a good quarterback. They've got good receivers. Uh, they run the ball with good balance. They're really well coached, you know, defensively. This guy, Jay Pearson, is, you know, got lots of sacks and lots of tackles for losses, and these guys play hard. And um, like always, you know, this is a, a great opportunity for these guys to, to play, you know, in a game that they probably dream, dream about. For our team, uh, this is either a game that you focus on correctly, you go out and practice and prepare correctly, and you build on, you know, the momentum uh, that you've improved with over the last weeks. Um, and that helps you get better for what's coming up in the future. Um, so if you don't do that, you don't have a good showing. You sort of lose your rhythm. And, you know, rhythm is a little bit like momentum. You know, sometimes you lose momentum in the game, it's hard to get it back. So you got to always play the next play and keep answering the bell. And, you know, that's really kind of how we need to approach, you know, this game in terms of, you know, what our focus is and um, how we want to continue to improve as a team. If you're going to peak at the right time, you can't have peaks and valleys. You got to keep going in the right direction. And that's what we want to get our players to focus on this week in practice and preparation for this game. Oh, Nick Saban uh, sets it up when you talk about the upcoming uh, weekend. Chattanooga have that dominant performance. We all think that Alabama is getting a lot of, uh, right? I mean, we, we think that they're getting better. It, the eyes tell us they're getting better. Mason, what will you be looking for tonight? Will it, is it simply about George at the number one spot? Is that is it that easy? I really think it is. I mean, I I, Me I don't I Me don't too. see Alabama moving a whole lot one way. I don't I don't think Alabama's going to jump anyone tonight. Let me free phrase. You know, I think maybe if Alabama does move up, I think the teams in front of them are maybe moving up as well. I don't I don't see us jumping Oregon. I don't see us jumping Washington or Texas, but I do see Georgia probably jumping into that number one spot. And I think that you know maybe that's a, a a better path for Alabama to get into the playoff if they are to beat the number one team in the country and especially if they can do it handily in the SEC championship I think it is going to be very difficult to keep that them out uh <clears throat> you know I still think a couple things are gonna have to fall Alabama's way but uh we'll see and this is one of those things that we're going to be watching and uh, trying to project. We'll talk to Mike Dettelier coming up in just a couple of minutes. If you're looking at Tuscaloosa Toyota, it is David DeSantis and TuscaloosaToyota.com, the great dealership. How about a Tundra? How about two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive? How about a Tundra? How about a four-runner? Uh, you will find those and the great inventory that's happening right now at Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Regardless of which side you choose, new Toyotas or most pre-owned inventory also comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. It is Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. We're going to go to Mike Dettelier, and then we're going to be right back to your phone calls. And we're crunch time for Alabama, but it's also crunch time for you. Because you need to win a score prediction contest to get into the grand prize package. And uh, we've limited chances, right? At maximum, you've got three games. We know that we'll have a bowl game. You could have uh, this game, Auburn. Then you'll have uh, the SEC championship game. 
you hopefully you've got two more games, right? You hopefully you're in the playoffs and you can play a semifinal game. You win that and go play for a national title. Uh, that's the dream. But uh, there's those are not promises. Uh, so we'll do our parlay pick contest. We'll have a lot of fun today. Mike Dutillier coming up in just a couple of minutes. And then phone lines completely jammed up. We'll get to those coming up next. T-Town tied. 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The early morning fire at the Pet Boys Automotive Shop on Skyland resulted in no injuries, Tuscaloosa Fire Rescue says. Additionally, none of the vehicles left overnight, including one inside the shop, received any extensive damage. The city of Northport is now home to a new Buffalo Wild Wings Go location. It's currently only in around 40 cities nationwide and features similar options as a full-service Buffalo Wild Wings, but with limited indoor seating. And don't forget to check out the Thread app for the latest concert announcement coming to the newly named Mercedes-Benz Amphitheater in Tuscaloosa. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. Severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. This Alabama football season. Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is pastures, kitchen, Mexican food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at pastures, kitchen, Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside pastures, kitchen, Mexican food with pastor Garcia. Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service Department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much-needed rain across our area. Thickening clouds as we're finishing off today. Starting to work in some patchy rain, but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight. And the overnight low dropping to the upper 40s. On Wednesday, cloudy conditions significantly cooler, the high upper 50s. Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naramore on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Draw play. Lacey. Huge hole. Touchdown. Yep. Yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A girl in Louisiana And though I'm out on the highway My thoughts are still with her Such a strange combination Of a woman and a child Such a strange situation Stop, I never had a mind I'm a 
Welcome you right back into the game. We're going to continue our Dreamland score prediction day. And as I look up at the call board, Paul and Lincoln, you better get ready because you're the first caller up. Robert and Mobile, I see you. Uh, and we'll get to many others coming up in a couple of minutes. And uh, we'll also announce the winner from last week with Alabama-Kentucky. It's Alabama-Chattanooga in a final couple of weeks to get qualified for the grand prize package. Mike Dettelier, WWL, the big 870 p.m. afternoon drive host there with Bobby Bear and company. Mike Dettelier, hope you're having an awesome day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Mike, uh, you know Jimbo Fisher. Um, I'm curious from your perspective, what went wrong for him? Was this just an example of a coach that was too stubborn and not willing to change on the offensive side of the football, or was there more to it? Yeah, that, that's a little bit more to it. But, you know, he is a, he's a hard-headed guy. Uh, I've known Jimbo, geez, over 20 years now. Uh, he's setting his ways about certain things. And uh, I think what's been a – a great part of Coach Saban's success has been his ability to adapt, uh, adapt to the athlete today, adapt to the changing world of college football. Uh, and maybe at first he sort of bucked it a little bit. Just what I see in Jimbo is a guy that, man, you know, he's just sort of set in his ways. And it, it ended bad at Florida State, and it's ending bad here at Texas A&M for the money that they shelled out. If I'm him, I send Scott Woodward, the LSU AD, a Christmas card every year and maybe a present because Scott's the guy that really got him that deal because I'll be told uh, Jimbo was Scott's number one guy when he decided to uh, get rid of Coach O. He, he wanted to bring in Jimbo, and Jimbo wouldn't leave. Well, and you do, you, you do think about that, and the, the way That's that right. LSU has this relationship with this contract, because it is an awful contract, but it was what they thought LSU was going to do uh, to, yep. Jim, to pull Jimbo over to Baton Rouge. Yeah, and, and Jimbo, I think all said, I think he would have probably left. But listen, man, that money situation. And he had set up an unprecedented recruiting class. I mean, it had been set up uh, for him. And he didn't want to leave that. And so I get it. But, you know, I, I always uh, send Scott something at Christmas time because, uh, man, that's a sweet deal with, with Jimbo got. Uh, you know, when they're paying you $76 million spread out over, what, eight years to not coach? Man, uh, Brian, that's uh, that, that's pretty healthy. But, you know, those guys got money. Uh, you know, and we we got somebody that works here that, that's always about the economy and how it affects even the rich people of the world. Yeah, it might affect them a little bit, but if you got people that can dig in their pockets and, you know, come up with this kind of money – to pay a coach to stay away, uh, uh, their economy is looked at a lot differently than our economy. I'll just put it to you that way. Uh, they, there is a difference between uh, rich, poor, and middle class. And <laughs> no doubt. It, it, this shows it. And, Ryan, the other part about it, too, I think it emphasizes something 
I've spoke about, written about for years. That at one time, uh, you and I growing up, and, and for many of your listeners, uh, the presidents of the schools uh, basically controlled it. The head of departments controlled it. Athletic directors controlled it. Not anymore. You can say who you want. It's, it's people who got dope. You know, people who have money, they control uh, the school. And, okay, if I'm willing to give you 15, 20, 25, 30 million dollars, you're going to listen to what I tell you. And I think this is the perfect example of it where, you know, the president of Texas A&M and the AD, they, you know, they got money people saying, we got enough of Jimbo, enough of it. And we're willing to pay him to let him go and to pay him off. Because you know what? We could do this three times over. We just, we want to be like Alabama. We want to be like Georgia. Well, good luck with that. You know, that that's not always going to be the case um, at an A&M. So goes to show how money does control universities. People might, listen, they've argued with me over and over. I've had people, but man, come on. There is a stark reality of life today that if you're giving that much money to a school, you're going to have some say. Sure. And if you and if you get a couple people with that kind of money, then you have the overriding say on what goes on. Well, Mike, hold on. You you've given us a unique way to look at this. Okay, no doubt the contract was there, but how much did the NIL play? Because people want a return on your investment. If you've got a financial advisor and he's not making you money, you go get another one. And people That's why want, I don't have one. Well, Mike, I do my own. One. <laughs> Well, I need to take some notes because <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you, and talk, you and I have talked about it before, uh, investing. Yeah, Bobby, and, always, Bobby always tells me this, Mike, you the Joe Walsh Sean. Life's been good to you so far. <laughs> he, and he got a lot of room to talk. But again, we, you know, we, we both kid each other about, you know, finances and everything else. But yeah, I, I think it, it's when you're putting that much money in a program, when it's coaches, when it's players, uh, you want something back in return. You want a return from your investment. And they weren't getting it with Jimbo. So it's hard for me to fire 24 players. But it's real easy for me to buy out that contract. Real easy. And people was like, well, all in Gavin is ain't what it used to be. Uh, I beg to differ. Beg to differ. You might not have full control as you did years ago because a lot of that is controlled overseas. But look what everybody's involved with here. Okay, if it's wind and sail, if it's fracking, if it's natural gas, if it's blue hydrogen, uh, you have some control of that. And you're getting subsidized by the government to do it. Well, well don't tell me that those guys don't have money. No, uh, that that's something I'm well aware of because that's, in my wheelhouse, I, I see how guys have made money. I see how uh, how I've made money uh, in that in those particular fields. So I get it. Uh, but and some people they refuse to believe it. Uh, they refuse to go, you know, kind of adapt to the times that there are people out there that have a major say in universities today, major say in companies today because of money that's invested. 
Yeah, and, and it just you, you just kind of gave us something else to think about with this NIL and, and how that kind of puts pressure on these coaches and also takes away those mulligans, oh. too. Uh, because, uh, no mulligan. Right. None. Right. I, I, told, I told that to Coach O. You would not get a mulligan here, okay? You won a national championship in 2019. That don't mean nothing in 2021. Zero means zero uh, because you know what? It's about what are you going to do for me? today okay i made my investment and you can and i cashed in but i want to cash in again because i'm giving you money when they have a donor here that gave up 27 and a half million dollars to build a new sports facility at lsu hey guess what uh i want something back i want wins i want to be part of a winning environment here and so that's been part of it and brian i, I think about this it's just sort of popped in my head yeah, think about LSU and the transfer portal and NIL since 2018. Okay, you bring you get Joe Burrow leaves Ohio State and he goes to LSU, wins him a national championship in 2019. Paul Skeens was at Air Force, right? He transfers to LSU and he leads LSU to win a national championship in baseball. Great pitcher, great prospect of the major league. Angel Reese. Transfer portal uh, leads LSU to a national title in women's basketball, and really is the face of women's college basketball today. Uh, Bayou Barbie, and look what Jaden Daniels has done at LSU. Look, look, look the impact he's had. Tell me another school that has four people that had that type of impact in that short a period of time. All transfer portal people. And for people that here, they bucked it. Man, I don't want to. I hate the transfer portal. I don't like it. Why are we getting involved with athletes to pay? I don't like to see that. But they're the first one to be cheering and buying a jersey and everything else when they win a title. No, Jaden's not going to win a title here. But he potentially could win a Heisman Trophy here. So I'm just telling you, we living in a new world. Like it. Don't like it, but look the impact for transfer people that go to LSU in Burrow, Angel Reese, Paul Skeens, and now Jaden Daniels. Where would they be without them? Where would this, these programs be without sure. those four individuals? Mike, uh, tonight's going to be some college football playoff rankings that will be released, okay? You're, you're a guy that gives us you, – you're a straight shooter. You, you tell us – uh, what Alabama needs to do, what Alabama doesn't need to do. Alabama's currently at that number eight spot. You got Texas, Oregon, Washington State, Florida State, Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State. When you look at the University of Alabama, what will you be watching tonight? Because Alabama goes, okay, if they win, they're in. But that's not really a hundred percent guarantee because if these other teams right. uh, remain undefeated, Alabama could be left out in the cold. Uh, is there anything that you'll be watching uh, for tonight? You know, I really, I, I got to be honest with. You. I don't really pay a lot of attention to that crapola early on. <laughs> I, I, I really think it's, it's, it's nice for a show and it's nice to talk about, you know, on sports talk. In, in reality, what does it mean in the long run? What does it mean? Uh, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about them ratings at the end of the regular season and the end of the championship season. That That's the biggest thing for me. Uh, 
Are you convinced Ohio State's the best team in, in, in college football? I'm not. If Ohio State played Alabama today, do you think Ohio State would beat Alabama? I do not. I don't either. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how in the hell did they get ranked number one? Okay. Because it was a setup, Mike. It, they were setting this thing up from the beginning. It's always that way. And there's some backlash about Michigan. Okay. Now, you got an argument maybe a little bit about Michigan, you know, going up against some of these SEC schools. You've got an argument there. Ohio State, no way. No way. Uh, you know, that's that just my opinion about it. But uh, I think it's, it's all a setup and also to some backlash over the Jim Harbaugh, whatever they want to call it, you know, stealing signals or whatever. Come on. You ain't doing that. You ain't, you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Every school does it. And don't tell me it doesn't happen somewhere. It happens everywhere. Now, to the extent of it with Jim, may have maybe got a little bit past the line of scrimmage. But everybody does it. Everybody's looking for an advantage. Everybody. Uh, is looking for an advantage. So it it is what it is at this stage. I don't pay a lot of attention to it because I think it's useless and it's worthless uh, at, at this stage of the game. And um, we'll see when Ohio State's play Michigan, how good they are. We'll see how, just how good they are. And you know what? It's going to play out in the SEC when Georgia plays Alabama. It's going to play out there too. Uh, so... Um, you know, that's not a big concern. Now, Florida State, to me, probably has a better run, say, for the border. Because Washington and Oregon will cancel each other out, too. You know, somewhere along the line in that part. So when you look at it all, to me, Florida State, because of the schedule and the ACC tournament, they may have a better insider track to get into the Final Four. But it's going to be intriguing uh, because now you've got a team like Florida State legit knocking on that door to get in and with a resume and a good one. Mike, uh, I was told that I was going to ask you this question. Uh, they asked me, and I, I'm not very good on – projecting the NFL draft, okay? Um, but I know that quarterbacks is something we always overplay on in the National Football League. Uh, Jalen Milrow is a redshirt sophomore, so that would mean that he would be eligible for the NFL draft. When you look at him, arm strength, mobility, it, it does match up with where the NFL, I think there's some things that he needs to continue to work on his game. But would there be a scenario in your mind that he would be a guy that would come out for the National Football League? I don't see it this year. Um, that That's always, to me, a personal decision. Sure. Uh, Ron, I've probably been through, man, I guess it's maybe close to a 1,000 kids that I spoke to. I, I've never told one of them to come out of, of state. Uh, you know, they'll come to me about a projection, and I'll give them the best information I have. And I always look at it this way. When they come to me, I think they always have a pretty good idea of what they want to do. I, I can tell within five minutes uh, if they're leaning towards staying or leaning toward coming out. 
but almost like a gambler. I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> I want to hear your opinion of this. And so they, they give it to you. And a lot of times they're being influenced uh, by people, especially that come out early, that benefits someone else, not the player. It might it might it might uh, be influenced by a trainer or you know a relative or whatever um, that they can make a little bit of extra money off of. When I look at Jalen Milrow, in a lot of ways, and I'm not trying to compare, but there are some similarities here between a 2022 Jaden Daniels and a 2023 Jalen Milrow. There are a lot of similarities between the two of them. They both came in to the season, question mark about accuracy skills, touch, timing. Uh, you knew they could run. They were great athletes and could make plays with their feet. They became better throwing the football from the pocket. Look the jump Jaden Daniels made from a year ago at this time to a year till today. I think Milrow's got similar skills. Very similar to Daniels. He scares the bejesus out of you with the ball in his hand. Sure. As a runner. And he's gotten so much better with his now every once in a while, just like Jaden did a year ago, then you say, what the hell was that throw all about? And then he makes one you say, wow, look at that. Look at his maturity as a player, as a passer. How he's handled adversity, I think, is a real testimony to him. Being able to take the coaching, being able to understand, to play within yourself. And sometimes that is difficult for a quarterback. Real difficult. They want to try to do too much themselves because most of their life, uh, Jake DeLone, uh, who played at University of Louisiana Lafayette at that time, Southwest Louisiana, and played NFL Europe with the Saints, with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he always told me this. He's like, Mike, you know, when you make a decision that you're going to play quarterback, you also take on those responsibilities. And what those responsibilities mean as a player, that you just not an ordinary guy. You taking on different responsibilities you have to be a leader. You have to always be positive. You have to portray energy and be able to make a big play when everything is on the line. Hasn't Milrow done that? Yes. Hasn't he done it? Yeah. He's yeah. done it. Now, anybody that says, well, I knew how good of a passer he would be early in the year. They full of you know what. They ain't nobody said that. Say it again, no. Mike. Say it again, Mike. No one said that. Now, you'll have people swear to you, I predicted it. Where? Uh, to yourself? No, you never said it. But look at his maturity through this season as a passer. And it has some similarities, Ryan. If you go back and look, what happened to Daniels a year ago? And look where he is today. He's a totally different player. Very confident, he's skilled, but where he's gotten better is his ability to throw from the pocket. Jaden always had great skills off the waggle, being able to move around, throw on the move. 
he really worked at it. He told me this at Manning camp. He said, uh, Coach, I've really worked hard at throwing the football better from the pocket and being a more accurate medium to longer passer. Because he said, you know, we got the receivers that can push the envelope. And he said, I got to do better. It's not them, it's me. And I think that you're looking at, um, it's not the mirror, but similar sort of looks at a similar player. Very, very, you know, because they sort of, it's not the mirror part of it, but they do have a lot of similarities uh, in their maturity level and how they handle things. You know, last year, early on, you know, with Daniels, uh, you know, in those early games, they got beat by Florida State. They got the stew kicked out of them uh, by Tennessee. And there were a lot of people questioning Jaden and should you go to Nussmar, all this other stuff. And, you know, he fought through that. And I think about Milro being benched and him coming back and him taking over this team and and how confident. And you can't you hear it in his voice? Can't you hear it in his voice today, in his mannerisms, in his face, that he's a different player, playing with confidence. And there's nothing like it. Nothing like it in this world. Uh, and your job and what you do, and also athletics, that you're confident. And uh, I see that in Jalen. And I'm, I'm proud of it. Because you know what? I don't think anybody could have predicted you'd see him throw the football with this sort of efficiency as he's done the past uh, month of the season. Yeah, I mean, when you look at today, he was released as a semifinalist for the Davey O'Brien uh, National Quarterback of the Year Award. So uh, not that he may win it. Uh, there may be other quarterbacks out there, certainly uh, with what Michael Penix has done out in Washington and, and some others. But uh, you think about... Uh, and, uh, and listen, I'm not trying to take anything no, away from No, no, yeah. I know, I know you're not. Yeah, Bo Nix, another it, one. It, I mean, wow. Uh, Bo Nix, another one. And, okay, here's the thing. What do Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix have in common? They're transfers. All transfer yeah. All transfers. Milrow's the only one that was there originally at Alabama. Think about that. And, you know, if it works out, Alabama has done something, you know, with Coach Saban that's unprecedented in college football. But really what's impressive? Homegrown quarterbacks. Homegrown quarterbacks. And you couldn't, they couldn't really see that because of the fact that he reached out and get that Notre Dame quarterback. You know you didn't reach out there because you knew what you thought you had was going to be successful. You reached out because you weren't sure. You had a coaching staff and a head coach that wasn't exactly sure. And uh, you hear it in Coach Saban's uh, comments uh, about how Jalen has grown as a player. I'm proud of it. really am. I mean, I love success uh, with someone. And to see their growth, uh, I, I don't care if he's at Alabama or Penn State, or USC, or Colorado, whatever. I'm, I'm proud of that player because I know what he had to do to get to that point. You got some people who are haters in this world, okay? Uh, because, uh, you know, I'm a so-and-so fan. I hate the other schools. You got to then look at it a different way. What if that was your son, or your grandson, or your nephew, or your neighbor's kid? Wouldn't you pull for him? No matter what, sure, you would pull for him uh, because you see what he went through and the struggles he went through and what he's done to, to uplift himself. 
And, you know, and I, I think about Jordan Travis uh, at Florida State, another transfer kid. Look where he's at today. You know, and, you know, nobody could have predicted that a year and a half ago. So, Ryan, I think it, it goes to show you as much as a lot of people gripe and complain about NIL and transfer portals, it has worked, hasn't it? It, it's ha- it has made a difference especially at the most critical position, quarterback. But one school has almost been immune. It's Alabama. You think about it. They've been almost immune from it. That they, you know, didn't, I'm not saying they didn't try to get maybe a big-time quarterback this offseason. I'm I'm sure they did. I'm almost positive they tried. But how they've been able to, not only recruit but develop those young men is really impressive in a world today that's full of transfer portal quarterbacks that maybe didn't work out at first and left and they say sometimes the grass ain't greener on the other side and sometimes it is hey listen i grew grew up you know in farming community so i can tell you sometimes it does matter where you're at and where you're planting and uh, it, it's worked out. It really has at a, at a crucial position, uh, at, you know, at quarterback. When you when you think about the guys that have had success uh, and having success today uh, in college football. Mike Tatulia, WWL, the Big Eight Seventy. Mike, I always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I'll invite people to connect with you. Uh, we always enjoy your insights and your analysis here in Tuscaloosa. Mike, have a great rest of your day and have a great show this afternoon. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Mike Dettelier, always fun to be a visit with him. We're wide open. We don't have another guest scheduled. We may talk to one more, but we're still waiting on a confirmation there. But until then, we're going to be wide open with phone calls. We'll take those. Dreamland score prediction day. T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. On the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. Tune in Tuesday, 7.30. Kevin Skarbinski will join us. We'll look at the college football playoff committee, see what will happen that night. Also in the second hour, Doug Bell will join us. A different day for Doug. Doug will be with us on Tuesday. We'll look at Doug's picks and have him give us some new picks uh, for this week. Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. The pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. Dreamlandbbq.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery, 
Fury are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport. Dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere. The best station in the state breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Time football Chattanooga coming to town. It's one of those games that needs to be removed for the SEC. It hurts the image because the image is it's this non-conference week, right? When you look at the SEC and you think about this week, this this one needs to be needs to be changed. It's one of those that uh, you know it hurts. The SEC plays all this tough schedule, then they get here, and I know what it's for. But think about the lineup this weekend. Okay, here it is. You ready? You've got Chattanooga and Alabama. Snooze. ULM and ULU, University of Louisiana Monroe playing Ole Miss. Southern Miss is playing Mississippi State. They'll probably, I mean, okay, I, I'll buy that one. That That's okay. Abilene Christian playing Texas A&M. New Mexico State playing Auburn. Florida playing the Missouri Tigers. Okay. Florida International and Arkansas. Georgia, Tennessee. Good, good, good. Kentucky, South Carolina. Good, solid, solid. Georgia State, LSU. Georgia State, LSU. I mean, these are games that at the crunch time, this is why we need to go to nine conference games at the minimum. I like what Nick Saban had a couple of years ago uh, going to 10, but even he's backed off of it uh, because you may want to take the Michigan Wolverines pathway, right? Or Georgia's pathway, even though Georgia has played better teams uh, because of some of these teams developing late, but their schedule looked pretty weak in August. Uh, Michigan's schedule looked pretty weak in August and looks pretty weak in November. Uh, when you look at their overall strength of schedule, not very good. So when you think about this, this hurts the image of the Southeastern Conference. At some point, uh, you would expect them to address somewhat of this. It, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm crazy here, but does it not just seem like that if you are a Michigan, for example, as long as you just go undefeated, you can play the worst teams you can imagine. I mean, the worst teams imaginable. As long as you just don't lose, you're fine. You know, and you think about Greg Byrne, and I'm, I'm a huge Greg Byrne fan. But I think about the the future of these schedules for Alabama. When you look at future football schedule, they may be too difficult. But now the, the thing is, you've got your um, – and you almost wonder if they will, like, reward a team for, for going out and playing a Texas or going out and playing a, a non-conference opponent that's respectable. Like next year, they'll go to Camp Randall. Next year, they'll have a 12-team playoff, but, you know, whether playing home or away. Anyway, let's get the phone calls uh, there. Paul and Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. 
Doing good, Ron. How's everything in Tuscaloosa, buddy? Oh, roll tight. Just, uh, you know, everywhere we go, they want to know if we can make the playoffs. Uh, I say to be determined. To be determined. Need some things to happen. Uh, I'm not as confident as some. Ryan, what's the uh, what's the over and under of uh, how many times the, the Bugs are going to play the uh, the uh, the kick six on their jumbotron jumbotron prior to the uh, to the game down in uh, down in Boogville? Well, what's, when you don't have when you don't have much to hang your hat on. Um... Well, I tell you, I tell you I mean, what, the state the state media. Uh, are absolutely they're they are they're working overtime to make to make this game at least prior to game time to make this uh you know they're i mean that's really that's all you see when you when you look at some of the articles uh especially from the state media group they are really really pushing the the, the kick six and uh they're uh, they're they're trying their best, Ryan, to make this uh, to make this a game. Uh, they want so bad for little brother to, uh, to to be in this game to have a chance. I mean, they're really they're like I said, they're really working overtime. Um, so, um, but uh, you know that's uh, you know that's my focus. I know I know Chattanooga. We're gonna we're gonna pick the score today, and I'll give you a, a tiebreaker question, but. Uh, my focus is totally on the bugs in uh, in Lee County, uh, and I hope uh, I, I wasn't able to listen to Tommy yesterday. Was was Tommy okay with that? Tommy or, or? said, "Yeah, I think he's okay with it because he ha- he said the same thing you said. We need to go down there and and beat them and beat them convincingly. And if you want to continue to impress the committee, because we're looking for." You know, it's a beauty pageant, right? It's not about just winning. You know, if you're in Michigan spot, it's all about just winning. If you're in Washington spot, win ugly. Win. Just win. Alabama, you need to have a little bit of a beauty contest. Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe that. I mean, like I said yesterday, um, I'll take I'll take a win down there in that hellhole anytime we can, we can get one. But it's been... Ryan, it's really been since uh, two, 2011 was the we we beat them 42-14 down there. That's for, that's the only game that we have went down there and emphatically put our put our foot on their neck and just beat them the way they deserved to be beaten. Beat that bunch the way you know, I wish they could be beaten that bad every time. I mean, Alabama completely dominated that game, uh, pushed them around, punked them. But uh, every other game down there, certainly since Nick's been at Alabama, I mean, we've, we've won we've won some, but we've also had our had our hearts absolutely ripped out of our out of our chest because of um, because of that uh, that that stadium that 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 uh that cult uh so this is the year Ryan. i hope i really hope we go down there and make a statement i hope nick i hope his disposition next week i hope somebody pisses him off somehow some way in in the press conference asked a question you know coach you, you know you got a pretty your record down here really down there really sucks um 
you know, what are you going to do about it? And then uh, maybe that maybe he would carry that anger uh, to to the field down there in Jordan Hare Stadium. But um, uh, Ryan, we 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 can't get we can't beat those guys bad enough. No, me. no, and and beat them down there. Uh, let them know that uh, Hugh Freeze, you're not going to be a thorn in Nick Saban's side. No, you're not. No, you're not. And I've said it from the right. get-go. This NIL is going to change Auburn because Auburn's always been able to cheat to get the advantage. Now everybody cheats. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, I know you got a break coming up here, but uh, I tell you, um, I was listening to, to Lars and, and, and Matt's show. Um, there is no – and listen, I'm, I'm all for opinions, and, and he, he certainly has a right to his opinion, and I'll never, you know, say otherwise – but to me, it's pretty obvious that Tim Brando does not like Alabama. He it, it, does not. He tried it, to take it, shots. He tried to take shots at Alabama on the Washington USC broadcast this past weekend. Yes, yes, he, and, he, and he carried that that same narrative to his fifteen minute uh, interview uh, with the show before you. I mean, this guy um, is absolutely he, he. I mean, it does now when in his eyes now now. I wish Dawson could have listened to his interview. In Tim Brando's eyes, if everything stays the same, Alabama has no chance, no chance, regardless if they went out, beat Georgia, and SEC championship and at 12-1. If everybody maintains uh, chalk in front of us, Alabama will be on the outside looking in. And it, it's almost like he really enjoys saying that you know uh i've never really liked him i I mean i'm he's like i said he's he's certainly has a right to his opinion but to me it's pretty obvious somewhere down the line alabama must have really done something bad to him um or you know maybe he they, they caused him to lose a bet or something because he has got a major mad on with the crimson tide and um it's pretty it's pretty obvious and uh but uh it was it was pretty interesting um interview with uh with matt and lars but uh, yeah and hey i just i I just looked it up and one of the other things when you talk about um the the auburn rivalry you know we have not beat them four times since the 70s in a row now we beat them more than four times in the 60s and the 70s but this would be a win that we could get four in a row against these exactly. guys. Uh, so this Coach would. Saban has, Coach Saban has twice beaten them three in a row, 14, 15, 16. And then he's got a three-gamer going now, 20, 21, 22. And if we could, Brian, if we could go down there and just completely bludgeon, bludgeon that bunch down there. Oh, yes. They would come to Tuscaloosa um, next season uh, fixing to get a, a, a five spot put on five in a row. So let's let's go down there and make make history, make Coach Saban history. Beat them, let him beat them four times in a row. And uh, but you're right, this uh, this hasn't happened uh, since. Uh, I tell you, I tell you since, what would be, uh, I tell you what would be nice is New Mexico State, uh, which has got a pretty good football coach. You know, there are eight wins at New Mexico State. Yeah. 
Um, in, in that Jerry Keel, it is their, yep. their coach. Yeah, he's got some health or, issues, so that's he one, does. He does one of the reasons he why he's not been a maybe a, a higher commodity. But uh, when you look at New Mexico State, so that that might be a might be a team. Uh, go to there, maybe they'll be looking ahead to Alabama. And their Super Bowl. Uh, all right, Paul. go Lobos. Go Lobos. Go, all right, ready? go let's Lobos. Do let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to give you the score. Let's go uh, Alabama, fifty-nine to. The moccasins six six tiebreaker is what? What do you think? What, you, what about uh, what? In how about, about Jalen Milrow rushing and passing combined? I mean, I don't know. I'm just well. Hey, I'm all for it. I mean, I, I've, I've given plenty of of. Uh, but of, I mean, I'm uh, just throwing it out. I mean, I, I can go anything. Uh, or in in, uh, in deference to our defense. Uh, Maybe uh, Moccasin's total offensive yards. That would work too. E- either way, you, right. it's your it's your call. All right, let's go. Moccasin's total offensive yards. Okay. All right, let's All right, go. Uh, let's go. Two hundred even. Two hundred even. I got it, Paul. Thank you. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, buddy. Yeah, I like that. I like that as well. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide one hundred point nine twelve thirty WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. College football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama, Alabama sports. sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, we got pushed up with an interview with Mike a couple of minutes ago. We're going to clean those up and we're going to get back on track. I promise you we're going to get back on track. Robert and Mobile first up on a Dreamland School Prediction Day. And then we'll work our way to Dawson. We'll be second up. Bubba in Northport. Dale in Moundville. Tommy in Romulus. Dreamland score prediction day. T-Town Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. homeowner or business owner and need glass tide 100.9 tuscaloosa weather we're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much needed rain across our area thickening clouds as we're finishing off today starting to work in some patchy rain but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight the overnight low dropping to the upper 40s on wednesday cloudy conditions significantly cooler the high upper 50s Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naramore on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. Following a loss that dropped into 5-5 five and five on the season, the Buffalo Bills have made a change. They have fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey and have replaced him with quarterbacks coach Joe Brady. The Bills are 5-5 five and, five and haven't scored more than 25 points since week four of the season. 
Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers told the Pat McAfee show there is no set date for his return from a torn Achilles. Cowboys linebacker Leighton Vander Esch is done for the season because of a neck injury. That's what Cowboys owner Jerry Jones told 105.3 The Fan in Dallas earlier today. Browns running back Nick Chubb underwent a second surgery on his knee, this time to repair the torn ACL suffered in that game against Pittsburgh in week two of the season. In a statement, the Browns say Chubb should be able to play during the 2024 campaign. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin confirmed that Jalen Warren is the team's starting running back moving forward. Steph Curry is out tonight for the Warriors against the Timberwolves with a sore knee. Padres owner Peter Seidler died today at the age of 63. Streaming on the SEC Network Plus side of things. Uh, Mason, when you go look at the people that are calling this play-by-play on the TV side, um, I don't recognize any of them. Uh, sorry, I, I need to look these guys up. Uh, Rocky, I don't, you know, I don't Rocky, like to slander people, but Rocky, as long as it's not Beth Moens, I'm happy. You're not a Beth Moens fan? I never will be. I just... Uh, oh. Can't I, I can't get down with the Beth Moens. Can I be honest with you? Uh, she's perfectly talented in her own right, but just not for me. Neither am I. Neither am I. Uh, it it's it it's it's hard to listen to. It it is. Um, it's um. She just she I doesn't think have she, a good voice for broadcasting. She she is perfectly fine with her delivery of information. That's not necessarily what I have an issue with. It is literally the the tone of her voice makes it hard to watch the games that she calls. And so looking at this, uh, John Schriffen and Rocky Bowman and Don Davenport. Uh, but I'm I'm sure these these folks are super super ultimately talented. Uh, okay, I, I believe in you. We're going to have fun. It's going to be breakfast at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And, uh, oh, okay, I do know Dawn. I do know Dawn. Dawn is up, and I just looked her up. Uh, she's up at 104.5 The Zone up in Nashville. Sideline uh, reporter. So uh, I do know her. Uh, so she'll be on the sidelines uh, there because I've done some radio uh, interviews up there with uh, Derek. Uh, no, not Derek Mason, one of the other guys that's uh, on that station. So I do know that uh, – her, but I don't know the other two dudes there, play-by-play in the color guy, so I'd have to go look them up. Um, anyway, I'm sure it'll be an all-star cast. Let's continue. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. I didn't know we were going down the Beth Bowens route, but uh, hopefully uh, not too long. We can talk about Alabama. <laughs> 
Hey, I uh, listened to you, Paul, Paul and Lincoln, and he hit on a lot of good points. And uh, again, he brought up Tim Brando. I was happy to listen to the end of that as well. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one thing to have bias, but Tim Brando spews venom. Yes, he does. Brown. Yes, it's he does. Just, yep, he does. His, his love for LSU. And Ole Miss, where his uh, some of his you know his kids went to school at, or I think one of his child, one of his kids, his daughter, um, that there's no doubt it it breaks into him, and you can you can see right through it. I mean, he he dislikes Alabama um, to the tenth degree. Yeah, and it's I mean you you become impossible to listen to, dude, and to take seriously when you show that level of bias. How you can ever interview? Nick Saban, if he were to ever give you an interview with the, with that kind of attitude, I mean, it's just and it helps remind you how them reporters used to treat President Trump back in the day. It's like, okay, uh, I can't take you seriously when your bias is this bad and it's obvious. But alrighty, yeah, whatever, Tim. Uh, we'll just keep ignoring you like we have been. I'm glad you're not on CBS anymore, so we will get tortured there. A lot easier to ignore now than it used to be. Well, like I said, I mean, but the other night it was Washington and USC. Had nothing to do. Oh, was it? Hold on, was it Oregon? It was Oregon and USC. Oregon and USC is the game, and it was the late game, right? And he can't even get Alabama out of his head then. Yeah, and, and any hope of keeping Alabama out, he's for. He knows Alabama's one of the four best teams in college football that could beat anybody. But that doesn't matter to him. It's all that matters to him is that Alabama is is eliminated. I can remember the year when uh, the before we had the playoff, and it was LSU and Alabama, and he was coming up with every scenario in the world how uh, we can get this fourteen playoff now, so that uh, it wouldn't just be LSU and Alabama playing again in the national championship. And before we had the playoff, uh, we could get this this uh, playoff now. You know, all the committee, which all thing would have happened if Alabama and LSU were beating whoever they put up there. And they were still put in there. But I guess that would make Brando feel better. Well, it wasn't automatically going to be Alabama and LSU. But all right, man, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, uh, <laughs> I guess, well, he does get us talking. So I guess it's worth the other uh, program to have him on. Uh, we do talk. And that's the main thing in the program, isn't it? So there you go. Mission accomplished. Well, and, and that's, um, the, that's the trick. That's the trick is think about it. The A lot of these national guys, they know – if they criticize Alabama, the other 130 schools love you. If you praise Alabama, you can only capture the audience of Alabama, right? Because nobody wants to hear Alabama yeah. praise. That's the strategy, I think. Yeah. Joel Klatt does it, too. Well, Not as bad. Bit, yeah, he's a bit fair, and a lot of his views, you know, can he's a bit flat fair. He does, and you know, there's Alabama hatred for him as well. He just—he's not as venomous as Brando, though. But yeah, yeah, he does too. And then there's Galloway. He used to be—he used to be Joe Galloway on ESPN. And right now, Desmond uh, Howard, who uh, you know, they <laughs> stop it. He's the one Alabama in the playoffs. Well, now Joe, Joey's another one. Joey's another one. But you know, he's had some big praises yeah. for Alabama. Even you know, it, Alabama's playing so well that you know you can't sacrifice credibility and and he's he's had some good comments from alabama right, i know right. last uh tuesday and the tuesday before that he had some good comments uh so even he's coming around to the tide but uh yeah because brando yeah he didn't care about his credibility obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah the other sacrifice a long time ago um yeah another thing uh we mentioned earlier today how it's so overdue to uh beat auburn down and uh in uh 
Jordan here. I mean, it's just before I think we have to because we still need those style points. I know some people say, well, that doesn't matter. Yes, these style points do matter. In fact, I think what's hurting Alabama more than losing to Texas was struggling against USF. I look at USF and the teams that are just slaughtering them now. I'm embarrassed that we struggle. I keep looking how in the world did we struggle with this team? We could have just, we should have been able to beat that team without even throwing a pass if we didn't want to. And it, it, I mean, it should have been, we should have ran away with that team without even throwing a pass. We should have been won by at least 20 points without even passing the ball. Not a single pass, but we struggled. So I think that dinged us more than losing to Texas. Okay, you lose to Texas, and then you follow it up with a pathetic performance against a team that you should have had put away, regardless of who was the quarterback, by halftime. So I think that well, that's the black eye we've been having to recover from for quite some time. And, and we, you know, still barely winning after that and struggling after that. It's uh, Again, I keep being flummoxed as to why were we struggling? You look at us now and you look at us then, it's like, I just don't get it. You Who was telling Milro not to be the second coming of Cam Newton that he is turning out to be? Sure. I just, it, it's flummoxed me. But, all right, uh, I hope it's not too late. Brando did hit on one point, and like Paul Lincoln said, we we both agree on. Yes, Alabama still is not controlling their own destiny. Yes, if everybody wins out like they're winning out, even if Alabama beats Georgia, no, we would not make the playoff. So, but it, like you say, it's the way he says it, that with, with the glee in his heart that drives us all crazy. But all right, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Well, it's uh, yeah. You you think about it, it's pretty remarkable when you think about uh, everything that this program has been through, and you know to see the accolades begin to come in for for these different players, and to think that uh, yeah. a month ago. That's why. Listen, Robert, it's not even close. Okay, we all love Coach Paul Bear Bryant. We know the impact right. that he made in Tuscaloosa. Right. Nick Saban right. is the greatest to ever walk the sidelines, and it's not even close. It is. These are the type of situations when you realize how great he really is, that he's been able to take a team who most, and I know Mike Detillier reminded us, there's a lot of people that will tell you, oh, listen, I believe that this team could do it in November. Mike Detillier no. said, no, you don't. No, you didn't. Nobody, nobody saw. And I know Dawson's up after you, and Dawson's going to say, I did. Dawson, you did that when Mike Sheila and Coach Fran was here. So there's nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, I mean, a credit to him, he always believes in Alabama. Fair. Uh, But there was nobody who saw this coming, this switch. Um, And, hey, a credit to Nick Saban. I mean, that's, to me, what makes him the greatest of all time, and it's not even close. Well, it's like you know, saying what faith is. Faith isn't just blind, you know, uh, b- believing in nothing without any evidence. Faith is believing in th- something that you have evidence to believe. You have you have faith a chair can, you can hold you up because you've seen a bunch of that chair, a bunch of uh, that chair holding a bunch of other people up. Until that chair proves otherwise, you uh, now that chair shows be rickety early on. You won't have faith in, it. and that's how it's, you shouldn't. The, the team again. I, we just talked about the struggles early. And we're still perplexed as to why that was there, but those struggles were there early. And that's what is hurting Alabama right now. You have faith in the team early in the season when we lose to Texas and then turns around the next week weekend 
struggle against a pathetic USF team. No. We, we had no faith in this team. It was like, well, maybe next year we can turn it around. No, we didn't believe it. And like you said, Nick Saban has elevated himself once again as if it was possible to elevate himself even, even more, but he's managed to do it by taking a team that looked that, that bad early on to become to where uh, they, uh, they're they the scariest team in college football. Now, nobody wants to play them. And because he, and he's going to teach like he likes to do. And he's to me, what you just said would be a great part of the campaign is that you could survey these coaches privately because they don't want to do it public as it impacts recruiting. Who do you not want to play? Give me the four teams that you don't want to play. Okay, then that's our four teams. Not that you could go outside of a, a certain, you know, parameters. But that, to me, if if you have enough football minds, Jim Grobe, I think, is the only former coach on there that I recognize. Maybe there is somebody that coached, you know, peewee football at the YMCA. Uh, but when you look at this committee, to me, that would be the way that I would answer this. Who would you not want to play? And I can promise you, Georgia and Alabama would be a 1A, 1B if you surveyed 20 coaches. Of course, they, of course they would be. Now, again, because this defense will travel. This defense yeah, has showed yeah. you that they'll travel. They've been the consistent yeah. part of this team other than a little bit of hiccup in the second half against Texas. Yeah, and you have to play the game. And when you play the game, I mean, it has to matter if you lose it or not. And that's what Alabama's struggling with right now. Unfortunately, if, uh, if we don't get a preseason like you do in the NFL, which is why you, you play these uh, uh, low-rent teams early, at least you get something that resembles a preseason. Uh, but like you said, uh, the SEC is going to have to keep these, uh, you know, not so exciting games because it's just so tough, and it's getting tough. We got to keep some of these easy teams in there to get a, to, you know, get the teams a break of some sort because all conferences aren't fair. I mean, aren't equal. It's not fair for Florida State to be whipping up on that ridiculous, pathetic ACC while Alabama has to, to reverse an AC, uh, SEC schedule the way they have to with no breaks in the middle. So I'm sorry, the Chattanooga is going to have to stay. <laughs> That's just how it is. Okay, uh, real quick from a pick. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go uh, 52 to uh, 10. This team should be put away very early, and uh, I fully expect to see Ty Simpson in for the entire second half. All right, 52 to 10. Total yards for the mocks. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll go 202. 202. I got it, Robert. Thank you, man. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, Robert, down in Mobile, that leaves one line available on a Dreamland score prediction day. T-Town tied 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. He's live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The early morning fire at the Pet Boys Automotive Shop on Skyland resulted in no injuries, Tuscaloosa Fire Rescue says. Additionally, none of the vehicles left overnight, including one inside the shop, received any extensive damage. The city of Northport is now home to a new Buffalo Wild Wings Go location. It's currently only in around 40 cities nationwide and features similar options as a full-service Buffalo Wild Wings, but with limited indoor seating. And don't forget to check out the Thread app for the latest concert announcement coming to the newly named Mercedes-Benz Amphitheater in Tuscaloosa. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, T-Town, Bama Sports Updates. Oh, my, oh.
and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a real problem on 2059 westbound. This is between... Knoxville and the Utah exit. An 18-wheeler has gone off the roadway. They're trying to get it out of the ditch now. This is backing up traffic all the way to the Knoxville exit. US-43 is also extremely heavy because people are diverting off the interstate. So just be patient. It's going to take a while for this to clear. Heavy traffic around town. Drive carefully. And if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much-needed rain across our area. Thickening clouds as we're finishing off today. Starting to work in some patchy rain, but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight. The overnight low dropping to the upper 40s. On Wednesday, cloudy conditions, significantly cooler, the high upper 50s. Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. On Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Seabree, 205 University Metal Bar, 205-758-2455. The great sandwiches like the Nukescue sandwich, the French dip sandwich for a limited time, salads, pizzas, soups, macaroni and cheese, even uh, catering to the kids. Got 12-layer cakes. It is Nuke's Eatery right there on University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see my friends Joel Brumfield. And if you're thinking about uh, catering from a group of five to 500, these guys have done a great job as we talk about uh, – you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, catering, uh, you know, these family get-togethers, there's only so much ham and turkey that you can eat. No doubt those things are great, uh, but uh, they've done a great job for me. We did it one year. We did a uh, kind of an untraditional 
Thanksgiving meal. And uh, Nukes did it for us. And uh, bring a taste of our kitchen to your next catering event. It is Joel Bromfield. It's 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. Let's continue with more phone calls. We'll go here to Dawson. Dawson, how are you? Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. All right, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. I didn't have a heart attack after the call yesterday. <laughs> you know, and I didn't even I didn't even let you get bragging rights um, because we got even. We got even, Dawson. I well, mean, you owed, you owed I mean, me some steaks, and then I know. And here I went out there and said, uh, "We're going to do double or nothing." Or you said double or nothing. I threw something out and didn't put a lot of thought into it, and uh, there it is. So I'm now. Well, Ryan, sometimes I don't put a lot of thought into it. (laughs) Well, I mean, you said you were going to walk, but I I still think you should at least walk to Northport. Not Tuscaloosa, but just Northport. Uh, Yeah, I'll have to. You know how everything goes to AI now across the entire Internet. You know, I have to find one of these artificial walkers. (laughs) I've been using artificial intelligence for 30 years. Oh, yeah. I know you have. Well, well, I mean, I artificial it, it, intelligence for me is just asking my wife, "What do you think?" And then, I knew when you said that, that's what you were going to sure. say. Sure, I uh, mean, I mean, any of us have been married. We all use artificial intelligence. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I know. I I run everything in my house uh, while I'm watching my ear. Anyway. Oh my goodness, well, Ryan! It's getting deep in here. Let me let me get up on the chair here. <laughs> well, I've been married fifty-three years, so I kind of, you know, I've kind of learned how to stay out of her way. And uh, best thing to do is she's mad at you. Just kind of find something to do on the back forty for about ten days. <laughs> now, now we know why you're out there guarding those uh, watermelon and beans and all that because you have nowhere oh, else to go. You, I'm telling you it. It works like a charm. Don't try to change your mind. Just get a, just get out, get out of her way. Well, Ryan, um, we got some business to take care of, some real business to take care of here because it amazes me. I mean, Alabama fans continue to call and create this dilemma for ourselves. You know, Coach uh, um, Saban, he always talks about creating an opportunity. We have all these fans out here creating a dilemma. And that somehow we lost in September, so we lost our chance. It's gone forever. We can't get it back. And it's just crazy. Now, I'm going to tell you exactly how this thing really works, okay? So we win the SEC championship game. Now, I'm, I'm saying we've got to win out. I mean, that's, I always believe that anyway. The first principle with Alabama football is not winning a championship. The first principle is winning every game, winning the game, win the game. That's what it's all about. Win the game and everything will work out. So you win the games, all of them. You're the Southeastern Conference champion. And when you're the Southeastern Conference champion, that's a lot of power. So there's not, Ryan, there is not one single one lost team in America that will get in the top four ahead of Alabama. I look at you. Not one. Okay. Not one. I don't care whether it's Okay, Oregon, but, but I, I noticed what you did right there. I noticed what you did, Dawson. I noticed it. I caught it. You said I'm one what? lost team. Well, I'm starting there. Okay. I'm not finished. I'm okay. starting there. 
Okay. So there's not there, there is not a one loss team in America. But there's a lot of Alabama fans think that we can't get past Texas, we can't get past Oregon, we can't get past these other if if um, uh, Michigan and Ohio State and maybe you got a one loss team there. Um, so so what's happening here is that when Ohio State and Michigan meet, that creates a spot. So when that creates a spot, that is the spot. And that's where Alabama will be. And uh, I don't know, I don't know how better to express it than that. But that's just where it is. And to uh, to think that we we don't have a chance is just it's crazy. Or to try. And I think what's really aggravated me with you, and you're my friend. You know, we are friends. We are. And we you, are. And you're, you're, a, a you're a guy, charter member not of a the game. Guy in America. You're a charter member of the game. <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, you were there from the game. beginning. But when you go in there and you try to create this dilemma where creating a path that we don't get in, Tim, Tim Brando and everybody in the country, they're creating that path. Let them create it. Let them embellish that to the world. But it's still not going to work. And I'm not afraid that it's going to work. At one time, Tim Brando was probably one of the most admired broadcasters in the country. I remember back when he was on TBS way, 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 way back. And somewhere along the way, something happened. I think it's because he's gotten a little senile, maybe. I don't know what it is. He's has been. He's lost. He's lost his gig here and there, and so he's all upset about it. But uh, you know, I don't listen to the to any program but you. You're the only one I listen to. You're the only one I participate. But because we had to call early to get in here, I did hear the end of that show. So I did hear um, some of what Brando had to say. And what really got me is that um, those guys, our guys, our Alabama guys. They kissed his rear end, and that's what really—that's what really aggravates me. I would challenge him. Well, Why I, do you I have didn't, to just? Yeah, I didn't hear the it? interview. I was on the phone uh, driving in, so I missed it. But uh, so well, was he just? Did he just say that Alabama didn't have a chance? Or I mean, that's like, his what? whole gig. That's his entire gig with Alabama. Alabama doesn't have a. It doesn't matter what. There's no pass for Alabama. Well, about midnight, I'm telling you, on the Pac-12 when when Oregon was playing USC. He was trying to find a way to work Alabama. In. I'm telling you, go back and listen to the broadcast. No, I believe it. I heard it. I mean, this, I this was it. probably after midnight. I'm going. What is Alabama? Are they playing? I thought they played this morning. And he's still <laughs> trying to work Alabama in. So his bitterness yeah. towards the tide is, is obvious. And I, I'm I like Tim. Tim is a guy well, he, from. And you made a point. He's a pioneer in talk radio business. I mean, he talked college football. Uh, there, but um, yeah, he goes way back, and at one time he was one of the probably one of the most admired. I mean, I liked him. I um, he was on TBS, and and you know that was the um, well, he started national... ESPN College Game Day. He was the first uh, host of ESPN College Game Day. Yeah, there you go. So back in the late eighties, early nineties, something happened to the guy somewhere along the line. He started losing his gig and getting fired and all this kind of stuff, and somewhere along the line. He just kind of got embittered against Alabama. What, what Alabama had to do with it, I'm not quite sure. But anyway, that's, that's, well, you know, that's I want to just him, talk but. about this right here just real quick because I, I, I okay. keep reading all these stats where 
you know, now Milrow's been named a finalist. And, uh, you know, I, I think really what it is for me, when I look at Jalen Milrow, it's the game manager side of him. It's taking what the defense will give you. He's playing and looking at the opposing defense. He's managed the game. Game manager now is a label that we've put on all these great Alabama quarterbacks. And now he's another no, one. No, that's what you put on that's what you put on the dumb bunny quarterback. And who was that that came over here and he just basically laughed in your face when you said that? I don't remember. Howard Snellenberger no, said it was yes, the greatest you, oh, compliment. Yes, you do. Oh yes, you do, because you brought that up and he just la- basically laughed in your face. But was it it was a but, quarterback? Well, I mean quarterbacks don't one of our quarterbacks. Yeah, one of Alabama's quarterbacks, former quarterbacks. And you said about game manager and he just laughed about it. You know, but but I'm gonna tell you about this. Was it Milrow uh, is not a game manager. is it, not it? a game manager. He's not. He's not a game manager. He is a superstar. Okay. No, no, you can be wrong. both. You can be no, both. No, 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 you can't. No, you can't. You can't. It's all an idea of understanding of what you think game managing is. The game manager accolade goes to those guys that don't have. Um, they don't have the skill that other quarterbacks do, but they will do exactly what you tell them to do. You can train them well, and you can get them to uh, you can orchestrate the game plan, and they'll run it. They'll run it to the to the hilt. But if you get in trouble, and you need that superstar minute, that superstar moment to win the ball game, they cannot do it. A game manager cannot win the win a championship for you. So that's what that's the way uh, I look at it. Dawson, and, Dawson, Dawson. Let, let's go to Greg McElroy. Greg McElroy is a piece of well, I'll pass that up. I remember you're you're, you're a preacher, so you gotta be nice. I know, I yeah. know. I don't like I do not like Greg McElroy. Find somebody else who is okay. But I mean but I mean <laughs> okay, but, but would you not classify him as a game manager? Greg McElroy, yeah, he's a game manager. All right. Yeah. How about AJ McCarron? He's not a superstar. He's not a superstar. A- AJ McCarron, was... a field general. Maybe that's a better word. Field general. I mean, general. AJ McCarron's one that laughed at you. I think. I think AJ McCarron's one that laughed at you. Oh, I'll when t- you brought that brought that to him. Don't you remember that? Did I? Okay. But, yeah, but let me but let me end this by just saying because I know I got to get the score move on. But uh, some good callers to get in here, but. Milrow and his development um, is an amazing thing. It's because he has all that talent. He's just reached that point now where the biggest mistake that was made is that Coach Saban didn't make that choice before the season started. And you should have been able to see that. I mean, you see him every day. You see him all year long. Should have been able to see that. And now now he has developed to that point where he, he can turn it loose and use his talent. And we're going to win a lot of football games because nobody, nobody, we have the superstar quarterback. We have another one now. We had two of them. Now we've got another superstar quarterback. And that's why nobody's going to beat us as long as Miro is there. All right, here's my score. I'm ready. The score, and Paul, Paul picked my score again. It's not the first time Paul has well, done I mean, that. I mean, I expect you to go up and up, above and beyond. Well, I've just been torn between them, but I'm going to go ahead and do that because, it, you know, I've started to get a little below it, but I think I'm going to go with 63 to 3. 63 to 3. I just know that, 
63-3. I just know that Coach Saban don't like to embarrass people. He don't like to, you know, try to impress the poster by running up the score on people, especially these little teams. But I think it's going to happen. 63, what did I say? 63, yeah, 63-3. And then yardage, let's say 119. 119. 63 to 3, 119. Hey, Dawson, I appreciate you, man. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Roll tide. We'll break here. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls and coming up in a couple of minutes. T Town Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. Their Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. we got a real problem on 2059 westbound. This is between Knoxville and the Utah exit. An 18-wheeler has gone off the roadway. They're trying to get it out of the ditch now. This is backing up traffic all the way to the Knoxville exit. US-43 is also extremely heavy because people are diverting off the interstate. So just be patient. It's going to take a while for this to clear. Heavy traffic around town. Drive carefully. And if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join us for a wild card Wednesday as we preview Bama's game against South Alabama. Talking about hoops. We'll also have inside the playbook. And I want to see more from this Alabama football team. And we'll close things out with the Harvest Church Christian Moment of the Week with Scotty Hollins. Join us tomorrow for more conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show, powered by Match Sports. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Join Tide 100. Fillmoreart.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban and Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms, Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. The longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
here. Let's take some phone calls. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. Phone line's completely jammed up. Let's go with Bubba, Northport. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, sir. How's it going? Oh, life is good, man. Life is good. Life is good. I I, I heard that, that interview with uh, Tim Brando, too. It, he he's always anti Alabama when you especially when he gets on that show. I think he does it on purpose to give everybody all riled up. Well, you think that's what he's doing? I think so. If he said he said good something good about Alabama the other night and then turn around and said what he said today. I mean, he said it wasn't no way Alabama was getting in. He didn't care who they beat. <laughs> well, what if they're the last one still standing? Well, that's that's my point. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I, I did, I'm, I'm I'm not as confident as Dawson, but I feel like if we really take care of our own business, don't worry about what goes on tonight or the next couple of weeks, and just do what we need to do. I think we'll be there. And I think tonight when we release the college football playoff rankings, this is going to tell us a lot. It's going to tell us a lot about, you know, where Georgia's at. I think that's the spot that you want to watch because you need that. To me, you need Georgia to be at that number one spot. And a few weeks ago when I tried to tell people this, and I know I got hammered, you've got to be able to pull for the dogs. I know it hurts. I know you don't want to do it. But you need them to beat number one, and you need them to be undefeated. You need them to be. You need them to go to Tennessee this weekend, hammer them, hammer them in Knoxville. My my question is: say say they're number two still going into next week, still number two, and Ohio Michigan beat Ohio State. Are they going to jump Georgia to the from three to one? I mean, that's a scenario that could happen. What What's the scenario again, Robert? Hold on. You know, I, Ohio State's number one, Georgia number two. They are until Next, tonight, yeah. Right. If that stays the same, going into, even if it stays the same next Tuesday night, that check that the last ball game Ohio State-Michigan played, say Michigan wins, did they jump from, if they still number three, did they jump from three to one? And just skip Well, I, I think that's a, it's a debate. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if Michigan beats Ohio State, but I don't know if they go to that number one spot. I'm not really there. Regardless, it really doesn't matter. The Big Ten is, is going to probably get a team in. So there's one oh, spot. I- now you're down to three. Florida State wins. They're in. Washington wins. Wins out. They're in. Texas wins out. They're in. Alabama wins out. We hope we're in. So it really doesn't matter what happens in the Big Ten, regardless of where they're at. I don't think it matters what else above us. If Texas can lose. Why would it not, Bubba? If Texas can lose, that would be out of the equation. So would the Big Ten for the Big 12. That won't even have a... You know, if Texas was to lose another ball game. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, if you want to say Texas. I mean, Texas loses, it hurts you in one way, and it helps you in the other. I know. It's like a dang if you do, dang if you don't type right. thing. Really, well, what, okay. what would be nice if Oregon State can beat Washington 
this weekend. Right. And then we can that was him. And then Oregon State's already got two losses. So does Oregon right. State all they, they also play the Civil War, right? So they play Oregon oh, yeah, too. So Oregon, Oregon State, I'm gonna order me a t shirt. Go Beavers. Go Beavers. Go Beavers. That that they can take care of a lot of situations just by winning. Yeah. And I mean, they Oregon, are capable they are capable of doing winning. So you know. Oregon State could be our new friend. Now Iowa State <laughs> plays Texas this weekend. I was, good, Iowa State has helped us out before. Go back 2011, and then you got. I never forget it. Yeah, you, you, got, you remember you showed everybody on the it, strip jumping up and down. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I think it was, was I think it was on a Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Friday night game, and Iowa yeah. State helped us out in 2011. So do it again, do it again. So, and Texas looks like a team that has struggled. I mean, they they barely beat Kansas State, 33 to 30. That was in Austin. They go to TCU in Fort Worth, and they, they win three points, and that was a team that they had blown out in the first half, and then they came back. So then you look at yeah. Iowa State. Um, I mean, this, this could happen. Um, you just need a couple of these teams to slide. Obviously, you got to take can, care of business. That's number one priority. But right. hey, um, Can you imagine next year that we're going to have to put up with Digger because he's in the SEC all the time? I know. He's going to be our brethren. SEC yeah. brother. Oh, he hung he hung up on uh, the Millers today. today. Who Digger did? Yes. What did, what did he say? What did he say that? Oh the, well, well, the pastor Payne just told him flat out that he was that if Alabama wins out and beats Georgia, they was in, and he didn't care what he said, and and Digger went gone. Well, and, and no doubt, does Alabama, if they went out, they deserve to be in. But the part, the part that maybe we differ on opinions is I've watched this committee work. I don't trust them. Never have. Oh, I don't either. I haven't trust none of them since they've been doing it. Really? So. Since day one. How are they going to pick 12 if they can't pick four? Well, here we are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because we we'll go to twelve next year, it ain't no way. And, and well, that would be nice if we could beat Georgia because they come into Tuscaloosa next year. That's right. So and and we could stop that three in a row, which has never happened in the world of college football. Bubba, give me give me a score. What do you think? Fifty-two ten. Fifty-two to ten. We're going. Uh, do we still call them UTC? Oh, just, I mean, I know they're called Chattanooga, but I've always called them University of Tennessee Chattanooga, but. Uh, I think maybe they dropped that part. Maybe they just want to be called Chattanooga. Maybe, maybe, they, so. maybe they went through an identity crisis, and uh, they no longer want to be UTC. They want to drop that. Now, to be honest with you, I wouldn't want to be affiliated with the University of Tennessee either, so then maybe they were pretty smart at this. But Chattanooga, total yards? 247. 247. 247. Bubba, thank you, man. Roll side. Roll side. Right back to you. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. Dale, coming up next, T-Town Tide, 100.9-1230-WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a real problem on 2059 westbound. This is between... Knoxville and the Utah exit. An 18-wheeler has gone off the roadway. They're trying to get it out of the ditch. Now, this is backing up traffic all the way to the Knoxville exit. US-43 is also extremely heavy because people are diverting off the interstate. So just be patient. It's going to take a while for this to clear. Heavy traffic around town. Drive carefully. And if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Pharmacy at Midtown. T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. We're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much needed rain across our area. Thickening clouds as we're finishing off today. Starting to work in some patchy rain, but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight. The overnight low dropping to the upper 40s. On Wednesday, cloudy conditions significantly cooler, the high upper 50s. Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Nairamore on Tide 100.9. It's 69 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Crimson Tide football talk. Mark Houston, we pushed him back from yesterday to today. We'll talk with him coming up in a couple of minutes, and then we'll go right back to our score prediction contest. 59 minutes after the hour of 3 o'clock. Two hours left of the program. We're almost at the halftime. We'll do a little thunderstruck. Maybe we should do that, a little thunderstruck. Maybe we smooth Sweet Home Alabama out of that spot. Because that, isn't that what Alabama plays at halftime? It'll be our halftime coming up in just a couple of minutes. Martin Houston will break down some college football and then right back to phone calls here on Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. yourself in 
Part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardencon.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardencon.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contract and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty see all of the inventory TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093 anniversary birthday get well love romance make someone smile today pat's florist and gourmet baskets wtbc tuscaloosa and w265 cg tuscaloosa a town square media station tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app from the fox sports studios in los angeles Dan Byer. The Buffalo Bills today fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. and He had spent a year and a half on the job. Offensive coordinator duties now will fall on the shoulders of quarterbacks coach Joe Brady. Bills are 5-5. Five and five. Josh Allen leads the NFL with 13 turnovers. Raiders claimed cornerback Jack Jones off of waivers from the New England Patriots, while the Jets released running back Michael Carter. Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers told the Pat McAfee show today there is no set date for his return from a torn Achilles. A report from NBC during their game Sunday against the Raiders said that Rodgers was aiming for a mid-December return. Browns running back Nick Chubb underwent another surgery on his knee, this time to repair his torn ACL. The Browns say that they believe Chubb should be able to play during the 2024 season. While Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said that linebacker Leighton Vanderesh is done for the season because of a neck injury. No Steph Curry tonight for the Warriors out against the Timberwolves. The Athletics says that Curry is dealing with a sprained knee. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Right now you can find the Corolla, the Camry, the RAV4, the Highlander, the Tundra, the Tacoma, the Forerunner, and so much more. All the new Toyotas happening at Tuscaloosa Toyota and TuscaloosaToyota.com. David DeSantis and the great dealership. We're going back to our Dreamland score prediction day as we try to look ahead to Chattanooga. We've talked a lot about Auburn. We've talked a lot about Georgia. We've talked about the college football playoffs, and we'll do that here with former fullback. He wears a lot of hats in Tuscaloosa, right? He's part of Alabama 1. 
He's part of our lineup here at Tide 100.9. He's a pastor at Harvest Church, serves our community in so many different areas there. Uh, he's a guy that loves to talk Alabama football with us. He does it every morning at 6 a.m. But this past weekend, he was a recon officer. He went behind enemy lines. He was scouting for us. He did what Michigan was doing a couple of weeks ago. He was already he was taking binoculars and zooming in on Georgia's sign. So he's got him in case we take down the Georgias. It'll be uh, partially his responsibility. Martin Houston, I hope all is well. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. All is well. Glad to be into the game, Ryan. And here's my recon. Okay. Cover number 19 and number 84. Cover 19 and 84. Okay. That's a recipe to win? Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen a scenario. I, I know those guys are good, but I don't think I've ever seen a scenario where the best two players or offensive threats are always running wide open. I mean, I have seen um, Bowers make unbelievable catches and unbelievable runs. So I know he, he he's that talented, but I have seen him be more wide open than covered, and I I don't get it. I mean, and same thing with <laughs> so is it is it their plays that allow them? I mean, obviously the routes that allow them to find the weaknesses, or is it simply they just cannot I mean, find a defender that that would cover these guys? And how do you think Alabama would stack up against those guys? I. I, I don't know what it is because the routes don't seem that complicated. A lot of times, I he got a touchdown the other night. He just released off the, just straight down the field. And the guy touched him as he went by and then looked at it like they're always expecting help. But the help is never there. It's like when they played against Auburn, it was like he ran by the guy and the guy looked at him run by him and then there was nobody behind him. I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It is. So maybe there is something to the design, but it doesn't seem to be very complicated. Now, people are going to think this is my, you know, Bama Homer thing, but I look at this Georgia team, and, and they're they're one of the best teams in the country, but they're not on the same level as Georgia's for the last two years. And I would say that with that sentiment, thinking that Alabama, this Alabama team, I'm still uh, reserved a little bit, Ryan, because I want to see them do it consistently. But this team trending um, is better than the last two years. Um, defensively, they are clearly miles ahead. And offensively, with the emergence of uh, Jalen Miro, uh truly been used as a dual threat quarterback and Tommy Reese being able to call a game consistently throughout the game with that in mind. Um, you know, I, 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 I say that this team can for sure be Georgia. Um, and of course people are going to think it's biased, but I would take this Alabama team over Georgia right now. For this reason, I think our offense can score with their offense. And I think that our quarterback will give their defense more trouble than uh, Bowers or McConkie. Uh, and Beck will because Beck is stationary. If, if he had the dual threat capability, then I would 
clip that. If he ever had the ability to set some Bennett hat to escape, I would possibly change that thought. Martin, you mentioned, and we're talking about our secondary. I tried to do this yesterday, but I'll do it again today with you. I know we focus on Kevin Steele, rightfully so. Uh, he has came in and he's fixed it. But I almost think that when you look at uh, T-Rob, I don't know if he gets enough credit. Because think about all the replacement that we had to do last year. You got Ricks at Philadelphia. You got Marco Hellams uh, over in Atlanta. Jordan Battle, Brian Branch. Uh, I think I'm leaving somebody else out. That secondary was not supposed to be the strength of that defense. And it has turned into that. I mean, that's secondary. And I know you got Kool-Aid McKinstry coming back, Malachi Moore, uh, and then also Terry and Arnold. But you almost have to step back and give T-Rob a lot of credit for what he's been able to do that secondary. It has become a strength and what we thought would be some growing pains, especially Caleb Downs. I mean, look at that. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. well, you, you when when those guys leave, first of all, you can't, you know, you can't know you're going to give a Caleb Downs, uh, a guy who's playing, you know, third-year level defense at an All-American level. Um, so you can't count that in. But I'll give you, you know, what I think maybe three, three things, Ryan. One is you have to give T. Rob some some credit, um, but I, I I also think we we added through subtraction. I think having one guy coach all of those guys clearly helps the communication, and they're getting one message from cornerbacks to the safety. I, you can't tell me that doesn't help um, when you look at the number of but but that used to happen with the Alabama secondary. And and you've seen that get better sure. and better and better. So T-Rob gets credit for being able to handle all of that because he has an increased workload, but I think it's communication. Number two is great defensive pressure up front um, helps and makes great DB. Um, we got no pressure against Texas. They exploited us. Every other game, poor quarterback against Alabama. They've been running for their life, and our DBs are better. So I think you give credit to the outside linebackers, the defensive line, getting their push up front, and our linebackers have done uh, a really good job, not perfect or excellent, but a good job of covering tight ends and backs. The third thing that I, I don't like it from an offensive coordinator standpoint, but I love it from a defensive standpoint. I think I'm liking it more, even more. It's Kevin Steele's up in the booth. So he is seeing stuff, Ryan. He is, there's no loss in translation. And he is able to quickly make adjustments without having to wait on someone to break it down at halftime. Okay, Pete Golding and others, they, 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 if you don't have the same level of coaches around you and in the booth, you have to be the one in the booth. Steele is there, and I think he is absolutely you, – you watch, Ryan. You think about the last two weeks. The teams, Alabama, comes in and they, they, they it takes one or two drives, and then they're dominant. And – in the last couple of games, the other teams have had good offensive coaches, and they come out in the first drive 
they come out with something totally new, right? I do. What have we What have we done with the second the the after the first drive of the last two games? Total shutdown. Um, and um, and I think that has a lot to do with Kevin Steele being up in the booth and realizing, okay, this is the adjustment. I made this adjustment based on what they did. They made this adjustment at halftime. Next series, this is what I'm going to do. And 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 he knows it, and he's doing it, and he's getting the plays out there quick. The players are having time to think through. They're, 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 it's just they're, they're just getting the plays quicker, and they're having more time to assess what the offense is doing even when they go fast, and I think all of that adds up, but it starts with steel up in the booth, in my opinion. It's a great uh, observation. We're talking with Martin Houston, former fullback, national champion, winning fullback at the University of Alabama. He's a part of our lineup here at Tide 100.9. He starts us out every morning, 6 a.m. He archives it not only on the website, but also on the Facebook account uh, on both Tide and his personal account. So like him there, follow, share, all the great things there. We greatly say thank you. Martin, um, how hard from a player perspective, because I – I used your your thing today. I went right into um, a friend at Southern Ale House, and I was talking about how you always say that these games are important. It keeps your backups locked in because they know that they're going to play at some point. Uh, when you look at the Chattanooga game, but from a player perspective, you got Auburn. That's a big game the following week. You got Georgia. How hard is it not to look ahead from a player perspective, understanding that it is Chattanooga, and you're a heavy favorite against these guys. Well, well, you know what you have to do is, Ryan. You find you, you kind of like from a, a statistic standpoint, or a playtime standpoint, or ability to execute. You have to focus on those things. In other words, if this was me going into this game, um, then I would want to make sure that I had. You know, if I if I've gotten a couple of uh, pancake blocks in other games, I'm averaging two or whatever. Then I would want to double that in this game, so that would make me focus. If I if I get to run the ball, you know, three or four times or five times or whatever, and I'm averaging four yards, I want to I want to try to bump my average up. I want to try to get more carries in this game. Um, hey, I haven't gotten to catch the ball a lot. Hey, maybe I can. You see what I'm saying? So you start trying to, you're even working the coaches this week. You know, this is the week where you go to the coaches and you go, hey, coach, I know we practiced that play way back in the summer. I know I need to run the, you need to call the sweep to the fullback or you need to toss, the, you know, run a screen. So you try to get the coaches to, <laughs> to give you an opportunity. And you look for where you can improve, um, you know, of course, that all fits within what the team goals are, but you're looking for ways to self-motivate, uh, and usually that's by having some type of goals. Um, and these games can be fun because you can go out and really, really dominate as a player. And that's what you try to figure out where you can do that at. Martin, uh, final couple of minutes here with Martin Houston. We look at the college football playoff rankings that will be released later tonight. Uh, we've been having a big discussion on what that it means for the University of Alabama. Anything that you're watching other than Georgia at that number one spot that would kind of give us some understanding that the committee is is trying to create a pathway, obviously for Georgia at number one, but uh, you know a pathway for Alabama to possibly get in there. Uh, you expect any? Yeah. I, don't, I don't expect a movement at eight. But possibly Georgia at that one spot. I, I, I would, 
I would like to see a couple things. One is is Georgia. Um, you know, I think Georgia potentially at one because they say we're, they're continuing to check the resume. Um, and then consistency from this committee. Oregon is number six. Why? Because they beat Utah. Before last week, that's what was said, right? That's what, yeah. And they, and they were balanced. Well, the number five team just beat Utah, too. Um, and so how do you not drop Florida State from five, four to five um, based on what they've done and how they've played versus how Washington has played when you are saying the Pac-12 is clearly the strongest conference and ACC is the weakest conference? So I, that's why I don't think that they're being honest with themselves. Um, they, 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 they're keeping Florida State where they're at so that they can move them up um, when um, Michigan and or Ohio State loses. Um, so they can do that. And then the other one is they can just pop Washington in there. And then when Washington beats Oregon, they're in, or Oregon beats Washington, they're in. That's what I think they're doing. Martin, uh, when you look at Jalen Milrow getting all these accolades and, uh, you know, stepping up to, you know, be a part of the, the conversation, this is the part that I look at a Heisman winner, uh, I look at a Heisman finalist, and I'm getting all these ballots that we got to vote for this All-American and this. Why can we not just wait till after the season? It's it's the dumbest thing I think we do in college football. No, I think there's other things, but it's, it's like, one of the it please I don't want to vote in November. Not that we have to vote for the Heisman Trophy, but all these awards, it it's it should be after the season, not in November. It it's what you do right. in these best teams to me is what should count. Uh it's I, the I, same problem we've always had with the polls, Ryan. Uh even though we say that that uh, the poll, the first official poll doesn't come out. Um, if there was no publication with poll rankings and all of that stuff, would we have the same one through eight if two weeks ago was the first time we saw a ranking? No. No. It's based on what has been said all year, and then you're jockeying from there. Um, you know, and in the poll committee, the committee takes all that into consideration. Well, it's the same thing with these athletes is is we, we try to make people All-Americans in week one. We try to make champions in week one and all of that versus I hear people all the time say, how could a Texas be? I mean, Alabama be considered better than Texas. Watch the NFL and see Denver beat Kansas City. Would you dare sit in a room and say Kansas City is not the one of the best teams in the country. The Eagles have one loss this year. It's to the Jets. And that's professional players. How do you judge at the – I mean, you can't – but they do that. And it's the same thing with what you're talking about. So um, the reality of it is if you were looking right now, if there was no preseason – all of this and preseason, all of that, and you were to really ask yourself what quarterbacks are playing the best overall. If you take the last three games, who's playing the best? I mean, 
is is Jalen Milrow one of the top four or five players and playmakers in the country right now? I mean, so does he deserve a Heisman? If he closes out the season with two more games to match that, that means he'll have somewhere between you know twenty touchdowns, eighteen to twenty touchdowns in the last four games. So five games. So um, he's averaging over a quarter, over a touchdown a quarter. Um, his last four games, I mean, last three games, last two and a half. With all that um, being said, Martin, how much if you're Nick Saban would you play in this weekend? I mean, I know uh, that you assume that you're going to get early, but I mean, I, I don't know if I'd chase stats yeah. in this game. I, I wouldn't chase stats. He would play the first half um, and probably the first drive based on how the game's going, first drive of the second half. And if anything, Ryan, uh, the uh, the thigh bruise may get him out earlier. Um, they may make that you know that change if, if he's completely healthy. Then I'd say the first half and the first drive. If he if he's hurting, you know, if that bruise is anything not close to being done and over with, then he may be out earlier. So. And you know who's saying we're going to beat them that way anyway? I mean, you know, we this team maybe they can handle it. Some teams in the past have not been able to handle their business in a game like this. Martin, tell me about Alabama one. Well, hey, uh, let me th- actually I like to do something a little different. Okay, and just yeah, sure. Quickly, hit. Uh, finally got my book out, Ryan. The Encouragement Factor. One oh, very thing. cool, very cool. I know, I know we've been talking yeah. about it for some time off yeah. the air, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so so uh, you can go to Amazon.com and uh, get it. Uh, it's right now it's on electronic uh, ebook, but I'll I'll have the paper copy ready in a, uh, by the end of this week, uh, maybe tonight. But um, then I'll have an official rollout. Uh, so that's called the encouragement factor. Give me one more in. So it just teaches you how to use encouragement as a tool to help yourself and your team and your organization. Um, so. Uh, go check that out. And then I tell you real quick, for all of those who may have some money, next uh, Wednesday is our Black Wednesday sale. Uh, we'll have six for six uh, CD, 6% for six months on a CD, uh, starting at $1,000, no minimum, I mean, no maximum. Uh, and like I said, I mean, 6%, uh, it's hard to beat that rate right now on a deposit. Uh, so, um, you know, Check us out. You can go online. It's from 7 to 11 uh, a.m. on November 22nd. That's Black Wednesday, so save the date. You can apply online at alabama1.org forward slash Black Wednesday is where you can find out more details. And I'm reading it right now, Amazon.com. The encouragement factor. Give me one more inch. Martin Houston, former player and now an author. I mean, Martin, if you keep adding any any more job titles to the back end of your name. (laughs) (laughs) I've been working on this one for a while, so I'm already working on my second one, my next one. So, uh, Brian, it's going to be – 35 Principles of Leadership. Ah, okay. Okay, tying in the football number, 35, 35. You can find it, Amazon.com, The Encouragement Factor. Give me 
one more inch, the encouragement factor. Martin Houston does a lot of engagements and uh, speaking engagements around uh, the state and uh, encouraging those in the business sector or those in the private sector, or just those that are looking to improve life. And I, right. I, I assume that you're taking a, a Christian approach to this, maybe? Uh, yeah, it, it, yes, it does have, uh, it, it has both uh, practical and spiritual principles spread throughout. And they even had the segment in there that just uh, what the scriptures say about encouragement. So, but it's all, you know, everything I do is, uh, is based on my faith. So many of the principles uh, that we have in the world today all come from um, the, the Bible. And if anybody's interested in me coming to speak, I, I, I've made it easy. It's just martinhoustonspeaks.com. So uh, I'd love to talk to him. martinhoustonspeaks.com. Martin Houston, I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you, Ryan. Roll Tide, and uh, go take care of Ted and you <laughs> Yeah, Terrell Owens is not lining up for the mocks, but uh, that's, his, <laughs> that's his famous alma mater. But, uh, hey, they are a pretty respectable football, football team. I mean, they've won seven football. They are. Yeah, I mean, they're they, – they're, they're, they're not a pushover. They're not as weak as some of the other ones. That, but this hopefully this Bama team rolls, Ryan, and rolls right into Jordan Hare with uh, momentum. Absolutely. Martin Houston, thanks, man. Have a great day. Appreciate you, Ron. Roll Tide. Right back to you, Martin Houston, helping us out. We're free the rest of the way home. We'll take those. Uh, let's go to Dale, and we're going to lead next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell if you, you about find yourself in a wreck, keep three things in mind. Talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living water you'll find it at mark's mark in downtown northport under that roll tide bridge go see the friendly folks at mark's mark downtown northport under that roll tide bridge the game with ryan fowler powered by tuscaloosa toyota on your home for alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app into the game let's continue with phone calls and we got a dale dale good afternoon you're in the game good afternoon ryan how are you dale i'm good i'm uh upbeat about this game coming up of course i know it's just uh, i don't know man i don't like this version of dale it's just dale it's been working i know but you're always nervous in the early part of the week and you're confident later now you've been confident early i don't well when we get to uh Auburn and the championship game, it might be a different story. Okay. So you're already worried about Georgia. Yeah. I'm already worried about Auburn. <laughs> it uh, sounds like Paul is, too. It sounds like he's nervous as he can be about them. And if the players are worried about it, then we'll get us a Nick Saban rant tomorrow. Roll tight. We don't need no anxiety. No, no, we, we don't. We don't. But, uh, oh, man, it'd be a lot of... I think we just, need to, we just need to blow out. I think, who was it uh, yesterday? Tommy said that. We just need to blow out Chattanooga, then go in and blow out Auburn. 
yeah, and then I, go I in. Paul and Lincoln, and maybe Tommy said it too. Maybe both of them did. Then we need to come in on a roll in that championship game and just see what happens. I mean, things may not work out, but I got a feeling they will because they seem to they start working out at this time of the year. This is when it's, it it never happens. I mean, after the after this week is when it starts really starts to happen, and when it when it's happened to us before. Of course, we're coming from way further back than we normally do. That's that's one problem with that. And there's more undefeated teams than they normally are. But uh, let me give you my score: fifty-two okay. to seven. Fifty-two to seven. Yep. Fifty-two to seven. Two forty-five. Two forty-five. Thank you, Dale. Anything else? No, man. I'm getting ready to get me and jump over. Getting ready to go to the uh, basketball game. Oh, roll tide. South Alabama coming to town, 7 o'clock, Coleman Coliseum. I believe that's an SEC Network Plus, so they're going to make us subscribe to that regardless if we want it or don't. But uh, South Alabama coming to town. Thanks. Roll tide. Thanks, Dale. Uh, Let's go here to Lee. Lee, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Lee. No Lee. No Lee. Uh, how about G-Man? G-Man, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm good. I hope you are, too. Yeah, not too bad for no man. Well, we'll be, we were in the first SEC championship game, and we'll be in the last. That's right. Think about that. Let that and sink I in. I believe we've been in more than anybody else. We have. In between. We have, yeah. yeah. Let that, well, well, I mean, that, well, and we won't be in the last, we'll just be the, the last one to represent the SEC West. So they'll still do the SEC title, but they'll – what is it? That, oh, yeah. Help, right, me, help right. me with the perimeters. What was it? Was it the top highest-ranked teams in the Southeastern Conference? So now we're going to put more pressure on the committee. I mean, they well, can't even handle yes. what they've got, and now we're going to ask them to do this. <laughs> anyway. You'll have, a, uh, you'll have a clear winner, no doubt, In the uh, when it goes back to the old way. Speaking of the old way, you know, we've got a fairly young team, a sophomore quarterback. Uh, a lot of young players are outstanding. And we would look forward to seeing all of them come back. How many will come back is the question. Because of the transfer portal and the NIL, again, uh, destroying the game. Pretty much, just my opinion. I'm sure it's shared by a few, not by all, but that's just what I think. But uh, well, I mean, you you back up just a couple of seconds and you think about this. Um, I mean, you got to fight. I mean, you you have to fight. Um, you know, the, there's teams that are going to pander. They're going to go, you know, tampering behind the scenes, whatever you want to use. Um. Man, wow! Yeah, and we don't we don't know half of it. No, 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 we don't. We we don't. We we don't. I mean, I think we think we know, but we really don't know. Um, well, what are the rules? Are there any rules yet? And again, the uh, governing body of the NCAA is just a joke, if you ask me. Well, they, they they're or, not a governing body. They're just. I don't really yeah. know what, I mean, what purpose they serve. Very little. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess they managed the basketball conference, uh, you know, in March. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think we'll have another good team in basketball, which is is really good to see after so many years of just not seeing it. More people on their cell phones and watching the game, you know, before Nate Oates got here. So, and that was understandable. But uh, let me give you my score, please. It's, uh, we're not going to see the starters in the second half. Just maybe a few that have to be out there. And may not see a lot of them in the first half. But uh, I'm going to say 45 to 10. Okay. And what was the what was the other? Tiebreaker is Chattanooga total yards. Chattanooga total yards. Uh, they'll get like 270. Something like that. 270. I got it, man. Thanks so much. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. G-Man helping us out. We're going to continue with more phone calls. We're going to take those coming up. 205-342-9904. We've got a Tommy coming up in a couple of minutes. Marty in Arkansas. JR, T-Town, Tide, 100.9. 12.30 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street, next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. we got a real problem on 2059 westbound. This is between... Knoxville and the Utah exit. An 18-wheeler has gone off the roadway. They're trying to get it out of the ditch. Now, this is backing up traffic all the way to the Knoxville exit. US-43 is also extremely heavy because people are diverting off the interstate. So just be patient. It's going to take a while for this to clear. Heavy traffic around town. Drive carefully. And if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal 
containers. They customize to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Center, urgent care, family medicine, no appointment necessary. The super doctors who live and work in our community, MedCenterUrgentCare.com, the online check-in, significantly reducing your wait time. If injuries, occupational health, you know, we expect the unexpected. Dr. McGee, Dr. Lovely, Dr. Posey over 20 years ago started MedCenter, the original location here in the Lowe's Shopping Center. They've now expanded Northport, North River, Demopolis, Fayette, Hoover, Alabama, MedCenterUrgentCare.com, MedCenterUrgentCare.com, the super doctors who live and work in our area. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here to Tommy Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ron. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. I hope you are, too. I am. I am. Doing the good. wise man from Romulus. Yes, the wise one. Yes, yes. You have any trepidation or anything you need to ask me why you got me before we get serious talking about football, you know, I want to ease your mind. Put your mind at ease. Uh... Hmm. Let me think. Um, hmm. Anything? Anything? I mean, like I can ask you anything? Sure, why not? Okay. Um, hmm. I'll tell you, your dogs really don't like you, but I wasn't supposed to tell you that, but go ahead. Ooh. Well, now, hold on. I'm going to look on the camera. I, th- I think I can throw them out electronic treat here, and uh, I think they would like me. No, they like the artificial intelligence. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I just actually looked at the camera. You got one dog laying in a recliner with a blanket on top of his head. And you got another sitting beside the window staring out. So uh, One waiting for you to give it a treat. The other one wish she wouldn't come home. So she liked the recliner with the blanket. It's getting cold. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know how to make a, feel, a guy feel rough, don't you? I mean... Well, I'm just, you know... I'm life just, of the party here, Tommy. I no, mean. I'm just the wise one. I just give out wisdom. All right. You worried about Georgia? No. You worried about Auburn? No. You worried about Chattanooga? Not really, but I just want us to stay focused. <laughs> that's that's a programmed answer right there, Tommy. Well, sure I am. I'm programmed. I learned it from Coach Bryant. I learned it from Coach, Coach Saban. I learned it from Saban. I'm like... What on the back of your Alabama credit card say, and Nick, we trust? Okay. It does? I'm going to look okay. at my credit card. I don't think mine says that. Well, and the front of it should say something very important. You know, okay. Jesus saved. So you need to have those two things on your credit card. You, you won't have no problems in life, okay? All right. You know, I'm not really worried about how the pose is going to come out. 
I miss the Miller Show. I had something to do. I hate I missed. I miss Digger. But I got some terrible news for Digger. Okay. He's going to have to learn. He's coming to the SEC. They give nothing to the SEC. You take it or you win. They don't give you rewards for being nice. All right. Your best win is going to be against Alabama. Y'all beat Alabama. Congratulations. Hoop and holler all you want. You beat us. That's your best win. Alabama best loss. No, no, no. You you are you're dead on the money. I mean, they've beat Rice, Alabama, Wyoming, Baylor, Kansas, lost to Oklahoma, Houston, BYU, Kansas State. Okay, I mean, I'll take Kansas State, but it's not Alabama. Uh, but respectable, TCU, four and six. It yeah, is going to be a major wake-up call for Texas when they come they into this league. Well, they haven't blown them out. And everybody fussed about, well, you know the last three or four games, Alabama really haven't dominated nobody. Alabama covered against Tennessee. They covered against LSU. They covered against Kentucky. No, they didn't cover against Arkansas, and they didn't cover against South Florida. That's the beginning of the season. That's five, six, eight weeks ago. We got to talk about today. I got some bad news. When Texas get to the championship game of the Big 12, they're going to play a two-loss team. You can see if I'm right or wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't think there's no other team with one loss. And no, when, when, yeah, when you look at the Big Big 12, you've got Oklahoma State, which has got the pathway. They win one time they're in. You got Oklahoma that needs Oklahoma State to lose, and you got Iowa State, uh, but they'll play Iowa State this weekend. Yeah, but I'm talking but, about I mean, that would be a little odd to play them back. So they would they have a chance to play. So Iowa State has got a pathway in to the Big Twelve Championship, so they could play them this week in Ames, Iowa, and then I believe in Dallas at Jerry World coming up uh, in the Big Twelve but Championship. How many losses does Iowa State have? They have two in the conference and four overall. Well, see, all right, look at Oklahoma State. They got blown out by South Alabama. Then they beat somebody that was, they beat Oklahoma in Bellum. And then they sucked win Saturday, didn't they? Didn't they get hammered Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, okay. fighting Gusses or the whatever. Yeah, Malzahn and them tore them up. They got two or three losses. Teams are going to be playing against Texas got two to three losses. That's not a good resume to get in the playoffs. Everybody say Alabama well, don't have a good resume. And, and, and also keep in mind, they didn't just get beat. They got absolutely demolished. So the, Oklahoma State. So they they beat Oklahoma. Now let that sink in just for a second for the strength of schedule. Oklahoma beats Texas. Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma. And now Central Florida beat Oklahoma State 45-3. to Yeah. And so, I mean, does Miles on them like I'd love to have a revenge match with Texas. I'd love it. Here, there, on the moon, the sun, uh, Jupiter, doesn't matter. I'd love to to have a rematch with these guys. Politics is going to get into it. Uh, Texas now have lost the running back for the rest of the year. I know they got talent all like that. And also, Quinn Ewers is coming back. So that just kind of keeps that. Did he play Saturday? He did. Did, did, Didn't he play Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, I'm just saying. Everybody talking about well, Georgia haven't played nobody. <laughs> well, maybe they haven't. Mixon haven't either. Mixon now is going to play Ohio State in eleven. Well, the only, only people that Michigan's played is a team that was inflated. 
and that we fall in love with, and they never live up to the expectation. That's Penn State. Sure. And he's on the hot seat. How you listen to him, I wouldn't be surprised he'd be trying to find him another job. You know, something like he's 3-17. and 17 How about Texas and A&M? They're not going to hire him. Because he's just another, he's a nicer Jimbo, but he's another Jimbo. What has he, I mean, he hasn't That's a great point. Game. He's a nicer Jimbo, but well, yeah, yeah. how about a, Dabo? Well, Dabo would be a good choice, but Dabo got a problem. Dabo, Faith, and his conviction, he won't be considered for a job because he don't like well, they're, they're all he heathens out there? No, the NIL and the, the, uh, the money deal in the transfer quarter. He don't want to hit the transfer. That what hurting him. I mean, I think Dabo's sliding. I hope I'm wrong, but I think he is. Is he kind of like, oh, I hate this. I'm going to say this, but he's like dirt net. Dabo's stubborn. He don't want to change. And that got Jimbo in trouble at A&M, got less mile in trouble at LSU. And it's going to get him trouble down along the road because people don't like what you've done in the past. Well, you know, out of 12 years, we have won 10 straight games. I'm like, and that's why I made the point we need to focus on this game. This will be our 10th win for the 16th time in 17 years. Wow. Nobody else has done that. But, you know, we're getting to be very fickle. Go to the top and stay there. It's one thing to go there, but it's... uh... Wow. But staying in the top four, it's something. And Nick Saban have done a pretty good. All right. Tommy, I'm ready for your score, man. What do you think? Uh, 56 to 10, Alabama. Total yards for the mocks? 245. I got it. Tommy, be good, man. Have a great day. Have I wised you up any? Oh, yeah. I've learned a lot. I mean, I've been taking notes the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, always a professor. I'd rather call you the professor. Okay, I can tell you that. I'm writing your name down. People, you're going to laugh at me. You think I'm me? People say, oh, no, y'all go by this. I'm like, yeah. I said, people, we are just kidding on the radio. Don't take this crap serious. Oh, they, they, they think you and I are enemies. I know. Yeah. And we are. We are. You live in culture. You're scum of the earth, and your dogs don't like Let you. Let me tell yet. you, I'm telling you, back in the day, when Romulus High School used to come over and play coker, We'd smack these guys around. No, you wouldn't. You know what I'm telling you right now. Was? You know what your name was when y'all did have a high school before Stepsy Valley. Have you done your history? You know what Coker was called? Uh, the Coker Crows. I I'm being serious as a heart attack. Coker Crows. Now, that sounds like a pretty powerful team, if you ask him. Yeah, yeah. Makes everybody oh, eat crows. What it sounds like. Everybody yeah, whipping, whipping, whipping some butt. No, y'all squawk all the time. Hey, we got a lake in, in Coker. You don't have a lake in Romulus. We got a swamp, and we lose people there. Remember that. Have a great day, Ron. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> Country bumpkins arguing which town's better. Romulus, which is not inco- not incorporated, and neither is Coker, I don't think. Uh, maybe there, there could be incorporation, but we got a flagpole. Big, beautiful flagpole is your... Arriving into Tuscaloosa. It's beautiful, beautiful. All right, we'll continue. We're going to take more phone calls coming up on the other side. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters, all the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much-needed rain across our area. Thickening clouds as we're finishing off today, starting to work in some patchy rain, but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight. And the overnight low dropping to the upper 40s. On Wednesday, cloudy conditions, significantly cooler, the high upper 50s. Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Nairamore. On Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. If you're looking for a new pair of jeans, Wrangler Levi Lee, Carhartt clothing, Rocky clothing, Under Armour clothing, 60 different brands of boots. If you're thinking about deer season this weekend, opening up here officially in the great state of Alabama. I know youth season was this past weekend. And by the way, we'll talk to Dan Moultrie uh, in the next couple of days, and uh, we'll feature him to kind of kick it off. And uh, we're going to be doing the big buck contest here. And I'll, I'll be reading more details about that coming up in just a couple of minutes. But, uh, it is the wharf since 1976. 60 different brands of boots. Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. They're open for one more hour. They'll open until 6 p.m. And if you're thinking about Christmas shopping, I know a lot of you guys have already got it on your mind. Keep the dollar in the local economy. It's the wharf, locally owned and operated since 1976. We roll on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. 
Ask for Taylor, 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather celebrating a birthday or special occasion it's pat's florist 205-345-5093 anniversary birthday get well love romance make someone smile today pat's florist and gourmet baskets don wallace cpa 527 main avenue in downtown northport small business and personal income taxes payrolls sales tax needs they can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999 they work for you not the irs when you take on taxes you got to have someone on your side it's don wada cpa 205-345-5595 205-345-5595 don wada cpa the official accountant of the game wtbc tuscaloosa and w265 cg tuscaloosa a town square media station tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app from the fox sports studios in los angeles here's dan buyer buffalo bills today fired offensive coordinator ken dorsey they're replacing him with quarterbacks coach joe brady buffalo is five and five on the season josh allen leads the nfl with 13 turnovers so far jets quarterback aaron Rodgers told the pat mcafee show there's no set date for his return from a torn achilles nbc reported during sunday's broadcast against the raiders that Rodgers was targeting a mid-december return from his torn achilles browns running back nick chubb underwent a second surgery on his knee to repair his torn ACL. The Browns say Chubb should be able to play during the 2024 season. Cowboys linebacker Leighton Vanderesh is done for the year because of a neck injury. And the NFL suspended Texans linebacker Denzel Perryman for three games following repeated violations of the league's player safety rules. Steph Curry out for the Warriors tonight against the Timberwolves. Emma Hayes is the new coach of the U.S. Women's National Team. Padres owner Peter Seidler died at the age of 63. Tennessee byway, one arm on the wheel, holding my lover with the other, a sweet, soft southern thrill. Worked hard all week, got a little jingle. On a Tennessee Saturday. All right, we welcome you right back into the game. It's 18 national titles, 29 SEC titles. We hope that number will go up. 145 first-team All-Americans. We feel pretty confident that number will go up some. 76 postseason appearances. Well, we've already qualified for a bowl, which is something we don't really count in Tuscaloosa, but... We know that number will go up. We hope the postseason wins will go up, and we are waiting for the college football playoff committee, and that will be released following tonight's show. So we'll recap it tomorrow. We do it every single day. This is Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. We are powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Electrify your life with the all-new 2024 Grand Highlander, Tacoma Tundra 4Runner, 
Camry Corolla. It is Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325 Scala Boulevard. We're doing a Dreamland Score Prediction Day contest today. And it's all about a weekly prize package, but really it's crunch time now. We've talked about pressure on the University of Alabama. You got to win and you're in. Well, hopefully. Now you've got to win or you will not be in in the grand prize package. So you got to be able to get your name in the bucket. Uh, when we talk about a big cooler, uh, get your name in the cooler to be able to draw out for that grand prize that includes a lot of products. And uh, we'll highlight a couple of those. And I know we do it quite often here. Uh, Rectech Grill, we're putting one of those in there. And uh, we appreciate Rectech. And right now you can find those uh, also at Ace Hardware. So a uh, nice little product that we've been talking about for I guess they've been a sponsor for six or seven years. When you look at Rectech uh, Grill, you can see it, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. We'll be giving away one of those. And we'll also uh, be giving away, once again, RockyBoots.com head-to-toe package, a Rocky head-to-toe package, everything included from the top to the bottom, from a new pair of boots to a new pair of pants to a shirt to a, I guess you can combo that with a sweatshirt or a jacket or a toboggan. Uh those are options there. We'll do the Rocky head-to-toe package, rockyboots.com. Easy to set back here and tell you about those great products, rockyboots.com. And uh, also check out the Rocky products, uh, you know, our great sponsors. I know we highlight the wharf right there, always some great Rocky products, but uh, a lot of places here in Tuscaloosa carry Rocky. So you can check it out on the website. You can also visit uh, our great local sponsors and uh patronize those busy business with rocky but uh, we're giving away a head-to-toe package head-to-toe package from rockyboots.com greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show we do have one line available we will go back to phone calls we will take uh robert and excuse me yeah robert in brookwood first up marty in arkansas josh in georgia and jr out in coker we'll continue with phone calls at a dreamland score prediction day alabama what do you think alabama Big favorite against Chattanooga. Win. Keep winning. Keep winning. Keep winning. Here we go. Let's go to Robert in Brookwood. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, brother? I'm great, man. I hope you are, too. Doing good. Looking forward to some more rain. Yeah, we're going to be getting that, uh, I guess, tomorrow, right? Heavy rain? Uh, not heavy, but just rain. Rain in general. Supposed to be coming in tonight, maybe. Oh, I, I just looked at the forecast. Rain possible at 615. Looking at uh, the forecast, oh, I like this. I know my Greenfields like it. <laughs> when does the gun season start? This weekend. It will be uh, gun season. And I always get a late start because of Alabama football. Shame on Nick Saban. Muzzle loading, I think, started maybe did. yesterday, didn't it? It did. Yeah. It did. It did. And, uh, Have you ever shot one of those? I have many years ago. Uh, shot a fifty caliber. My dad had an old Kentucky uh, Davy Crockett-looking gun, and uh, how bad did it kick? Oh, uh, they kick pretty good, but they're also heavy too, so that absorbs some some of the recoil. And uh, but I, I know quite a few people, and they've now made them sophisticated, where you don't really have to. Uh, I think you can buy these pre-made, you know, muzzle loading, so it's it's as close to a, a rifle as you you know you can get. Um, I mean, now the the technology, the advancement of that. So, uh, don't know a imagine, lot about. Imagine Ryan. Imagine the early settlements here in Alabama when they used that fighting the Creek Indians, and you're getting a charge, and it's one shot, and you got to powder it, put the ball in, ram it, 
That's why <laughs> they always had again. a backup. They always had like a, uh, a yeah, a knife or a tomahawk or whatever. I mean, because you need well, some something. Well, some were so good at it, they could they could do it three or four times a minute. You know, that's really good practice. I'd let that, let that sink in. I mean, wow. <laughs> um, you know, there's two things that I've yeah, – I'm an outdoorsman, love the outdoors. Uh, it's easy. But I've never – I've never hunted with a muzzle loader. I've shot them, and I've never been able to reload my my own ammo. And those are two things that I'd like to be able to do, uh, especially muzzle loading, because you get a week in the season prior to the rest of the hunters uh, getting in. So uh, it's always a you know a good start. Well, we'll get off the hunt here in just a second. Well, let me make this statement: the old mountain men that settled the Rockies. Imagine a two thousand pound grizzly charging you. And you had one shot. You better hope it brings him yeah. down. Yeah, you didn't want you didn't want to miss, <laughs> did you? Um, but you think about, I mean, the advancement. I mean, you brought it up. I never really thought about that. But I mean, it's I have thought about it, but not recently. Uh, uh, the old muzzle loader, fifty caliber. Uh, but man, they got some. Like I said, they some pretty cool advancements. But you know, here our season is so much longer than everybody else that. Muzzle loading season does you great in some of these states where you're limited on hunting season. Uh, yeah, you know you got some you got some crazy states like you know Illinois. Uh, you have all the deer in the world, but you can't hunt them with a gun. You have to hunt them with a bow. So they don't they don't even have a gun season up there. But I mean that, those are whacked out folks up there. I mean like it's kind of like I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean you, you cannot gun hunt. And now hold on, you can, but it's it's so many days of the year and then you have to apply for a permit and you got to shoot a certain caliber um and you probably got so many people in the woods at once that but it, it's bow season right now just had a friend of mine got got back saw a bunch of deer but unless they get close enough you're hungry all right real quick ryan um I like Tommy. What Jumbo always taught me: one game at a time. UTC then Auburn. Auburn kind of wears me a little bit because they got strange things happening at Jordan Hare. But just say we play Georgia and they're undefeated because you're advocating for them to be undefeated, right? Georgia. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we lose to them. We'll probably be in a New Year's Six still. But does that not establish them as the new king of the SEC? Though, if we don't beat them this time, that they indeed have passed us. They going to win three in a row, man. Something we've never done. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I'm just saying, the more they win, the more momentum they're going to get against us. If they beat us in the SEC championship game and they're coming here in what September, late September, early October next year. That's right, man. I just, uh, I just can't bear it losing. I'm sorry, Ryan. I got to see them lose somewhere. We're going to be all right. Somebody's going to start losing. I got to root for Tennessee to get. I, I just can't stand to see Georgia keep winning. I'm sick of them. I don't want them undefeated. I want to play them, you know, one line. And that way they're out of well, it. And, and of course, they can't be out of it anyway. It'd be but. a great debate is if you're an Alabama fan, certainly you want to be there. But would you rather just block Georgia? What's more important, blocking Georgia? Or winning a national title. I know that sounds stupid on the surface. Winning a national title is always going to be great, but also well, you got to block them to win the national well, championship. Yeah, yeah you do. Year. But but I mean, you're saying like, how much enjoyment would you take in blocking Georgia? Like if you went and beat them oh. and knocked them out of the playoffs in the SEC title game, 
Rose. It would be great just to shut them up. And be, even when we went to the playoffs and lost in the national championship, we don't want to do that. I'm just saying, but still, you'd be SEC champs once again. And uh, who's the last team to beat them? Us, right? That was the University SEC of Alabama. Yeah. And we could do it again this time. So, you know, you know what I, I want Georgia fans to realize, I try to tell this guy at work, he's bragging and all that, but the more you win, brother, Whenever you get that first loss, it's going to be a punch in the gut. It hurts, just like it hurts here in the state of Alabama. Let's face it, we're in a state of mourning when we lose. We are, and and I think that's the difference between the standard. I mean, you know, we were panicking here because we have a different standard, right? Oh, it was an incredible panic mode after the Texas game. I've never seen nothing like it from Alabama fans. And I'm not going to mention friends or people that said we were going to have three, four, five losses. You know, they know where they can stick it. But anyway, we're not going to have that. But but I can kind of see their point looking back then, even the media, this is it. And, you know, of course, it's amazing how some of the media is changing their team now. Two months ago, they buried Nick Saban out of saying he would be coach of the year. Hmm. <laughs> and I was a little bit disappointed today that Frank Brawl's assistant coach of the year award was recognized. And Tommy Reese was on it. Kevin Steele was not thought that was a little awkward because I think Kevin Steele deserves a ton of credit. You don't believe me? Brother, he does. Go back and look at last year's defense. This is a different defense than what it was last year. It's getting better and better each week. Man. That... All right, let me give you my score real quick. Uh, 49 to 10, Bama. Okay. And what was the total yards for UTC? Yes, it is. Did you find out what they are? Are they still University of Tennessee, Chattanooga? They no, they go by Chattanooga. They just go by Chattanooga. Chattanooga. I dropped okay, Tennessee because uh, they didn't want to be associated with that awful <laughs> university. I'm making all that up, but it sure does sound good. Uh, I'll say two, two, 240 for them. Got it. Thank you. Thank right, you brother. so Have much, man. Day. Appreciate you. Uh, that is... Robert in Brookwood. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here to Marty, Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I hope you are too, man. Yeah, I am. Ryan, you know what, oh, early in the year, oh, this team's young. Yeah, this team was young. That was wrong. What was wrong? And Merrill looking over his back. He, he, if, if we were playing Texas now, he'd throw that ball away, and we'd go down there and kick, either kick the field goal or win. He knows how to do that now. This team is very young, very young, and they're gonna. We're gonna get. We're gonna be number eight again. They don't like football in the south, and they hate Alabama because we put football in the south. We put football in the south on the map. Sure. And that's why they hate Alabama. In nineteen six, we would have three in a row if we didn't get screwed by the AP poll in nineteen sixty six. How you win two in a row, Brian? I'm gonna be on a rant. So I'm sorry, Go. but how you win two in a row, and then you number one at the beginning of the year, you blow everybody out. You have the number two, number one defense in the country, the best quarterback in Kenneth Stabler. You go down in the Sugar Bowl and you beat the team by four touchdowns, and then then they give it to Michigan and Notre Dame, and put Alabama number three. Then You're still I don't mad remember. about that. Get them. Well, I'm mad about another one. I'm mad about a. I got a bunch. I'm mad about. Hey, you should eat all Mondays and Wednesdays at the supper table. I got them all. I even got the Aggies, but I'll let you know about that here in a minute. And then, I don't know what year it is. You're gonna have to ask our buddy Romus and Romney 
is when Alabama was number two, Texas was number one, Notre Dame was number five. They beat Texas, but we beat our number our team thirty five to six. But they moved Notre Dame all the way up to number one and kept Alabama at number two. No matter what Alabama does, they're going to keep us. We'll end up at number five, and they're going to keep Alabama out of it because they know Alabama can win three in a row. This team is so young. All these all these sophomores, like I told you at the beginning, all these sophomores are going to be all Americans come twenty twenty five. Wow, so this you're already team. looking ahead, not just one championship. You think that no, they... No, I've been telling you that. This team was young, and we're building, and next year's recruiting class is going to be great, and they, they're learning Alabama's way. He's got them young. They're hungry, and he can, like Saban says, this team is fun. They want to play, and they're against... They're all so young and 18 years old, 19-year-olds. They want to win so many – they know they're right there at it, like Melro. I mean, look how far he's come. Look how far the offensive line's come. Look how, we, wanted to throw, we wanted to throw Tommy Reese in the, in the, in the Black River about from four weeks ago. Look how far he's come. And look at Pete Golden. Oh, his defense so good. Yeah, call, call a buddy uh, uh, in Memphis that does radio. Ask him how good Pete Golden is. Not very good. Yeah. Yeah, he he let him put, what, 72 on him? You know? Gave up you a ton. You should call him and ask, ask him how he feels about, since he saw Alabama, since he saw Georgia play and Alabama play, who he thought, who, i got to call old Brett and see what he says on that game. Because he usually goes to the Mississippi State game on Thanksgiving, then he drives over Birmingham, Montgomery and stays and goes to Iron Bowl on Saturday. But, uh, Ryan, I'm sorry about my rant, but you're fine. Just, Let it rip. I, I'm just, I, I just feel like we'll go, we'll be staying at number eight, and I hope I, I wish we could play Texas again in the national championship game and just beat them like we did did out there to when we when I took the RV out there to Pasadena and we beat them and everyone oh and then then coming back on the radio station oh if if the quarterback didn't get throw get hurt. Alabama would have lost the game. Yeah, right. Everybody, if the Alabama, that's just like LSU. If, the, if he said this morning, oh, oh, dumb old LSU. If my quarterback, did, if you didn't have my quarterback out cheating, we would have won the game. Man, I told him, hey, this is SEC football, not Notre Dame football. I got you. Marty, hey, you're Ryan, fired up. Talk- I like this. I like this version of Marty. This is good. All right. Uh, Marty, give me a score. Right, what do you think? Right. Uh, uh, 52 to 7. Okay, 52 to 7. 150 yards. 150 yards. Marty, thanks, man. Roll Tide. Yeah, roll Tide. Right back to you. Hey, show us your buck. Deer season is underway for the next 10 weeks. Town Square Media Tuscaloosa is looking for that biggest buck in West Alabama. We're selecting winners in the Open Youth and Bow Division. Take your buck to the official taxidermist of Big Buck Bounty. Hicks Taxidermist uh, there on 703 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Your buck will be featured on Town Square Media websites. Weekly winners will be eligible for thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Big Buck Bounty presented by Halls Feed and Seed, Adams Heating and Cooling, Anders Hardware, Crimson Pride Hunting and Fishing, 
Banks and Company Hardware, Southern Heating and Cooling, Stacy Perkins, Modern Woodman of America, Riverside Feed and Seed, Big Buck Bounty. If you missed any of that, Tide109.com. Do a little search for it. Uh, your chance as deer season opens up. We'll come back. We'll take Josh and George on the other side. JR out in Coker and many others. T-Town Tide 100.9. WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a real problem on 2059 westbound. This is between... Knoxville and the Utah exit. An 18-wheeler has gone off the roadway. They're trying to get it out of the ditch now. This is backing up traffic all the way to the Knoxville exit. US-43 is also extremely heavy because people are diverting off the interstate. So just be patient. It's going to take a while for this to clear. Heavy traffic around town. Drive carefully. And if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 2468. Up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, filet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers, a great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, 4 until 10, Big Mike Steakhouse, Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville. But the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike Steakhouse. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We're watching a coastal system that's going to help to bring in some much-needed rain across our area. Thickening clouds as we're finishing off today. Starting to work in some patchy rain, but the better chances for rain starting to move in after midnight. The overnight low dropping to the upper 40s. On Wednesday, cloudy conditions, significantly cooler, the high upper 50s. Rain throughout the morning, a little break into the afternoon. More scattered rain showers into Wednesday night and Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. On Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome you right back 
back into the game here in Tuscaloosa, tied at 100.9, 1230 WTBC. We're talking a lot of Alabama Crimson Tide football. And here we go, right back to our Dreamland score prediction day. Let's go to Josh, Georgia. Josh, good afternoon. You're in the game. Let me talk to you. Go for yeah. it. All right. So I did a little bit of research while Marty was talking because I'm not old enough to remember that 70s, 60s, and 70s team. So, and of course, you always go to the credit, but looking back at the years, um, we won at 61, 64, 65. Unbe- I mean, we should have had it in 66 because I was reading up on it a little bit. Then the other one he was talking about, uh, we won at 73, 78, 79. We would have won it in 77. That was the one where Notre Dame jumped us if I figured it out right. Uh, if somebody can correct me or make sure of that sometimes, no big deal to die. What, what year was it? I believe it's 1977. Because I know Marty always talks about the 66 championship and how we missed that one. With, I think Kenny Stabler was our quarterback then. But um, 77 is what I'm Yeah, 66 out, is, the, is the missing ring. But um, 77, I think, is the other one where they jumped. Because we slaughtered. We was 11-1, 7-0 and in the SEC. Slaughtered Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl 35-6. In 77. Okay. So, I'm just saying, that would have been another one. So, we could, Bear Bryant could have went back-to-back. I mean, not back-to-back, but three-peated twice. We just got robbed. So, that's what, I, that's what I'm seeming to find. So, because our record was too good, and I don't see who, I mean, the closest team I'm going to find, and we laid it on Nebraska one of those years. That was one of them unclaimed. It might have been 66 where we laid it on Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska in the Sugar Bowl, we laid it on them, 34-7. So, anyways, I'm just doing a little bit of research. I like listening to some of them guys that can remember yeah, those I love times. The, well, I love the history. I was born in 78, Josh, so uh, some of these okay. things you know, okay. I don't remember. Right, um, right. But Well, I know I don't remember them because I, I was born in 98, so. <laughs> so I'm younger than – I mean, I'm probably one of the youngest callers on the show, if not the youngest caller on the show, besides Finn. You got to love Finn. So, anyways, but um, hey, yeah, we we haven't heard from Fan. We need to get Fan on here. He needs to get in here. He needs to get in here. I mean, we don't even get Fan anymore. Fan, where are you? I mean, he's busy with all these different obligations: softball, soccer. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, underwater polo, I think, is what it was. Uh, if we can get him on here next week, because I know he hates Auburn. Yeah, Uh, I want I want him to just let Auburn have it one day. Come so, on, Finn. We need you. We need Finn. We're, we're calling on Finn. So, anyway. But I just like doing some research in history. And, of course, I've watched all kinds of documentaries. I love watching and getting all of that old stuff that I can. Because when anybody wants to argue that somebody is better than Alabama, old Josh from Georgia wants to be like, well, this, this, and this happened then. This, this, and this happened then. He was our coach. He was our quarterback. Oh, son, I like to rattle off some stats and numbers and I can make people mad. And I'm just telling the truth. Because you know what? The truth hurts. So, anyway. Right. I have fun with that. Especially living over here in Bulldog country. I can imagine. But I'm going to save the Bulldog smack talk till game week on that week. So, because I know I sent you a, one graphic that showed a little interesting stat from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Since that stadium has been built in Atlanta. That Alabama, well, I won't say that right now, but I, I sent you the picture. I sent some of the 
the tailgate buddies, the pitcher that showed the stat and uh, anyway. All right. So, but uh, let's focus on this one game at a time. Let's play. Let's take. Uh, let's take our starters out second half. I don't think we need to worry about it. I was uh, thinking like halfway through the first quarter, but yeah, I mean, if we do like we did Kentucky and we hit that gas pedal like we did and just zoom past them with the afterburners in the first quarter, I don't see why not. So, because Ty Simpson could come in handy. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year as the next backup, unless Julian Sayan comes in and just says, hey, I'm the backup, and he just wins that job right out if he's as talented as they say, and I believe he is. But what I like is you sit back and look at this. Jalen Milrow is coming back next year. That's what I like. He's a sophomore. He's coming back to play his junior year. How does that make you feel? Uh, very confident in that quarterback. You feel good about that? You yeah, because you, that? you think about the youth on this team. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And especially, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if things happen, if we do what we're supposed to do and do our job. How times have changed is all I can think about, Josh. I mean, mean, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago of not having a quarterback, and now uh, he's blossomed into. I I listen to part of Mike Dettelier when he's like, nobody predicted, and he's like, if they do, the person's full of you-know-what. And I just kind of laugh. I didn't predict. I didn't say nothing. Did I believe in Milrow at the beginning of the year? I didn't know. Now, Josh, I knew he my, was the. My my, boot, my boots are on, but it's getting deep in here. It's getting deep. I knew he was the most seasoned guy in that room. But as you watch him, he has grown tremendously. And he has showed to be QB1 at the University of Alabama. Roll it's great to watch. Josh, give me a score. But, what do you think? Uh, all right. Playing Chattanooga, which is about an hour from where I live. Anyways, we're playing Chattanooga, and I think we're going to use them as a practice run and get ready for the Bugs. Let's go, sixty-three to nothing. Sixty-three to nothing. Tiebreakers. Chattanooga total offensive yards. One sixty-three. Got it. Thank you so much, man. I hope hey, you have a great night, Josh. Yeah, buddy. Roll tight. Uh, Jalen Milrow able to get the job done. And how about a national title? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. J.R. Coker, Alabama, my neighbor. J.R., how are you? Welcome into the game. Roll tide, Ryan. I'm doing good. What do you think about this guy wanting to talk smack about our city over in Romulus? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I try not to even get riled up about anybody's criticism or whatever when it's on this radio. And I just laugh it off. I mean, back in the day when Coker and Romulus used to battle on the football fields, they didn't have a chance, man. <laughs> so Coker, uh, what were they called? The Coker? Coker Crows is what he said. Crows. It didn't Coker matter. We, we didn't need a mascot. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, and we, do, we I mean, we have a lake. Romulus, you ain't got a lake. That's true. We got a state park. You don't have a state park. <laughs> Romulus is, is kind of flat over there, too. Isn't That's it? right. It's got a little hill coming off Sipsy Valley. Uh, I Listen, I love the people out there. I'm just aggravating Tommy and Romulus. We're just having some fun. But uh, Yeah, I'm the same way. I, uh, I have some friends going to be moving out, out to Mule, so... Yeah, I might be traveling out that way every now and then. Your, your friends moving out to Buell? Yeah, 
They just bought a house. They're buying a house out there if everything if everything closes well. Some good folks so, out there and some good deer out there too. Okay, well, yeah, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, it'd be a close proximity to um, some good deer hunting. Nothing wrong with some good. Nothing wrong with some good deer hunting. And you want to be a part of the big, but big, big, big buck bounty. That's. I mean, I'm reading it straight from the script. That I'm going to tell you, that's going to be a twist on it, but it catches. I thought you said at first you said big butt, (laughs) big butt. Did I really? Maybe I did. Big butt bounty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, oh. Anyway, it's going to be uh, going to be fun working our way up to number one this year, isn't it? It has been fun taking names, taking names. Yes, sir. Roll tide. Yes, sir. Roll tide. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to play this uh, little pushover team this weekend. And, now, don't uh, be disrespecting I, the Chattanooga Mocks now. Well, Nick Saban well, hears I, about I, this. I, JR, I'll yeah. see you at Brian Diddy Stadium about 6 a.m. You'll be running stadium bleachers. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know about that. Same <laughs> will have you out there doing push-ups. Don't you ever disrespect this team. Don't you understand? You know what? You could probably get a few more out of me than I could myself. Yeah, probably me too. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate, the ultimate motivator. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. We're yeah. very thankful he's our coach. Roll Tide. Yes, we are. Anyway, I'm going to give you a little score here. Okay. 41 to nothing. 41 to nothing. Total and yards Chattanooga, by Chattanooga. For Chattanooga is going to be uh, 190. 41 to 0, 190. I got it, JR. Roll tide to you, man. Roll tide, right? Roll tide. JR helping us out. Let me tell you about Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. 1530 McFarland Boulevard. If you're looking for a great dinner spot, today is Burger Day. They got the patty melt, they got the chili burger, they got the Jack Daniels burger, the bacon cheddar ranch tots. Had those today. Had one with the Jack Daniels uh, burger. Peppers, I had to put on the side, the little cherry peppers. Those things are. A little warm, a little warm. Um, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. It is Baja Fish Tacos, Beef Tips, and Rice Fried Chicken Plate. Now, I've got a rumor that I've been hearing about some of that famous brisket chili that Brett Garner might be cooking up. That's what I heard. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. I'm looking for two sources. I'm still looking, though. I might have to call Justin and see if that is a confirmation, but it's Southern Owl House. Regardless, they're going to amp up their daily menu uh, always a great menu items, but they're specials. Tomorrow, Baja Fish Tacos for lunch, beef tips and rice, fried chicken plate. And then tomorrow for dinner, Baja Fish Tacos, prime rib, and then also smoked pork chop. Monday through Saturday, lunch and dinner options. Be a great place to celebrate that win over Chattanooga Saturday evening. It's Southern Owl House. Eat Southern, be Southern at Southern Owl House. We'll continue with more of the phone calls. We'll get to those. Pat, first up. Keith and Helena will take you. Elias right here in Tuscaloosa. Mitchell in Tuscaloosa. All of you guys next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Deep Paint Spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice. Bigger, medium projects. I recommend renting the Airless Paint Sprayer, Northport, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43, 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardin's Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot. Two locations to serve you since 1971. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. our winner from last week we've identified that with our help from don waddles the official accountant of the game he's helped us get the winner we're ready to announce that uh, but we want to always want to recognize it on the air so uh we'll take those at 205-342-9904 so if you uh think about uh your score prediction from last week uh i can give you a little bit of a hint uh Someone picked 48 to 17, 48, 17. So if you pick 48, 17, uh, give us a shout because uh, you just might be the winner of our Dreamland score prediction from Alabama, Kentucky. Let's continue with more phone calls. I do remind you about the paint spot since 1971, locally owned and operated. If you're painting a project inside, outside building, uh, maybe you're painting a Special project, and you say, can this be done? Well, you walk in, Philip Williams, Anthony, Matthew, Caleb, all those guys will help you out. No, you can't do it that way, but do it this way. Here's a quality product. Here's a quality advice. We always like to say the quality paint with the expert advice. It is the paint spot. Either location, close to Hardin's Bakery there on 15th Street or McFarland, uh, you'll find it right there in Northport, uh, right there past Highway 43. Let's continue with uh, more phone calls, 205-342-9904. And we go, what was it, Pat in Tuscaloosa. Pat, good afternoon. You're in the game. Ryan, man, how we doing? I'm good. I was close to that. I was 42-17 or something like that. Well, you know what that gets you, don't you? Not nothing. Absolutely uh, nothing. We'll FedEx it to your door to be there tomorrow morning. Yeah, but uh, sure. And the man, oh, hey, oh, uh, you can't feel bad. Sixty-seven. How much? I want to know something. How much is Jimmy Sexton? I think Jimmy Sexton's gonna get a payday somewhere around close to three million dollars plus uh, when he walks away. You know, and and I'd like to see what kind of house Jimmy Sexton lives in. You know, he lives right beside Barrett Jones's parents. That's a little history for you. Um, okay. Little 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 nugget. Um, yeah, Barrett Jones' parents live right beside Jimmy Sexton. All so right. I've, I've often but, uh, thought, like, please. sometimes when these negotiations were happening, I was like, run over and just ask Jimmy. Just run over there and ask yeah. Jimmy. And, uh, hey, who, does, who do they think that they're going to be able to buy They could do any better than Jimbo? Because he's, they got to understand down there in that part of Texas that they got to deal with those people up there in Austin. And, uh, and uh, Austin is going to be 
uh, willing to buy whatever it takes in, in order to, number one, keep the Manning boy there. Oh, and number two, keep paying offensive and defensive linemen when we can't hire their coach. I mean, we do need an upgrade on defensive line coach, and I've been trying to explain to y'all how good Texas's defensive line coach was, and nobody listened to me. Huh? Okay. You there, Wayne? Yeah. You know right? I mean, you know, that Bo Davis I'm talking about, you know. Bo Davis, and, best uh, defensive line coach in the country. That he is. And uh, we just can't seem to, you know, turn loose with some money to go get him. And we got well, to listen to Mike Slav. This Mike Slav going to do? What, what's, never, what's, Mike hey, Slav has passed away, Pat. Uh, he, he passed well, away several years ago. Uh, well, well, hey, the other one. That, what's he going to do with Texas is coming in and they're bringing him with him? Hey, whenever he plays any games, he's going to be the defensive line coach. I mean, they'll have a, they'll have a better chance of uh, getting room for the Alabama band down in Austin Stadium on the lower deck than they would be getting rid of Bo Davis. Well, what's wrong with uh, what's wrong with Freddie Roach this year? I mean, I don't know if you could ask for much more out of that defensive line. Well, all I know is. If Bo Davis would have been our defense. That was line like the old coat man on Saturday Night Live. Nah, yeah. nah. I liked that, yeah. Pat. That was good. You realize, you do realize Alabama fans always talk about how good the old one was. They look, nothing, nothing are we talking about about how good the old one was. And it's just like how many people take the school light bulb in Bryant-Denny Stadium. We talk about how good the old light bulb was. But but the thing about it is, Ryan, we are going to be able to play in the national title this year. All all this stuff, y'all, you and Timbo, Tebo, uh, Dumbo, I call him Tim uh, Dumbo. That uh, hey, he is not does not understand. This is a process. They're going to beat each other up in these championship games or before. It's all going to be okay. And Pat, we are going to it, it's very obvious that your brain works at a faster pace than mine. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm lost as as everything. I mean, Brando. I'm just. Tim Brando. That, uh, I call him Tim Dumbo. Anybody, anybody, anybody that thinks that Alabama is not going to be in the championship game, that, uh, hey, we can get papers on them. That, uh, because I try. Well, you might as well get papers on me. Hey, let me, let me give you my name. Coming, they're coming together, Ryan. It's coming together. Oh, yeah, which way? It's coming together for us to be there and win the title. Hey, you know, all these people. You better, we better get some help. We don't need any help. <laughs> we're going to get All right, get Dawson. Help. All right, Dawson, I'm ready for your score. Uh, all right, my score. My score is going to be 66 Two, six. Wow. All right. Uh, Chattanooga total yards. Chattanooga total yards. I like 191. Somebody had 191. 191. I got it. Thanks, Pat. All right. Have a blessed day, Ryan. Thank you for personally taking my call. Thank you, sir. Roll tide. Bye. Roll tide. I don't know what to say. I, I didn't follow that very well. The only part that I, I got was the goat man. Uh. <laughs>
Listen, I didn't watch a lot of Saturday Night Live, but if you go to YouTube and you type in Goatman on Saturday Night Live, it's the funniest part of Saturday Night Live. Uh, that was when Nate Bergazzi a couple of weeks ago was just first thing that popped in my head. But uh, Pat did the old goat man. We'll come back, Keith and Helena, and we'll get to Elias as well. Mitchell, I see you. We're coming your way. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. On 67, 167. Yes, sir, roll tide, roll tide. Roll tide. Thank you. Uh, Ellis, Ellis, good afternoon. You're in the game. 52-7. to 52-7. to seven. Give me the yardage, Ellis. What are you thinking? 195. Um, are the mocks up there to... How much time I got, Mason? I got one minute. Is the mocks up there talking yeah, about us? No. No. They're staying quiet. Okay. They're staying hid in the mountain. Roll tide? Roll tide. Do you believe, Ellis? I believe, Ryan Fowler. Do you really believe? Yeah, Ryan Fowler, I believe. Do you really believe? I really believe. <laughs> Roll tide. I love this audience, man. You guys lift my spirits every single day. It is a lot of fun to hang out with the best fans of the country. Keith set me straight. Pat set me straight. I'm sorry. I played a prank on Pat earlier. Off the air. I got him so frustrated. He told me to go to you know where, but he didn't know he told me that. At least I thought it was him. I answered it. Thanks for calling Taco Bell. Anyway, just having some fun. We're having some fun tomorrow. We'll do it again tomorrow. We appreciate every single one of you guys. Reminding you that we call this program the game of the only way that you can win the big game. The game of life is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Town. Have a great rest of your evening. Roll Tide. Listening to the game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.